millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friday Night Livestream. Hope everyone out there is having a lovely day. Thank you very much for joining us. Tonight, my guest is Tim Rivers. Tim is the publisher of a collection of letters and pieces of art from some of the men who are being held in prisons across America as a result of January 6th. It's called The American Gulag Chronicles Letters from Prison. Powerful stories. Uh, really should be something you guys should pick up. We'll be passing out the link. You can check that out. It's also in the description below to get to the Telegram for the J6 Patriot News. And uh, this is uh, something that we all need to be supporting because we're almost two years on now. Some of these guys are no closer to getting swift and speedy trial. Uh, not that uh, it ever was going to be, because this is a absolute witch hunt. 100% frame-up job. Do me a favor, don't forget to like and share the broadcast. I see Tommy Tatum News out there on Rumble. Good to see you, buddy. Whether you're on Gab, Truth Social, Getter, Parler, Telegram, Facebook, or even Twitter. Drop a like, share the link. Did you guys happen to see the uh, beginning of the Elon Musk Twitter file release today? Pretty amazing stuff. Very, very cool to see that happening. All right, do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Friday Night Livestream. Please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, Mr. Tim Rivers. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm great tonight. Thank you. I hope your audience is doing well, too. It's a beautiful night in Florida. Yes, it certainly is. Tim, I was reading in your biography, uh, you are a bit of a rare breed. You're a native Floridian. Did I read that correctly? Because I haven't met too many people who are actually born in Florida since I've come to Florida. Uh, I am a native Floridian. I've lived here my entire life since I was about three days old. Um, unfortunately, oh, wow. I was, uh, or fortunately, perhaps, I was a member of a military family and I was born in Alabama. 
uh, en route to Florida. Uh, but my home has been Tampa since I've been about three or four days old. Uh, this has been my home base. I've traveled all over the country with IBM, but always came back home. This is uh, this is where my heart is. Awesome. Well, I, I love Florida. It's uh, I, I always tell people it's the best decision of my adult life coming down here, uh, and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to be a resident of this beautiful state. You know, there's not a lot of places in America, Tim, where I think people feel that they're truly living in the promise that America is supposed to offer. Florida is one of those places. Uh, but, you know, how good is it? You know, what good is it, rather, if we have uh, essentially a, a balkanized system of republics? I mean, we are supposed to be one nation. We are supposed to be uh, one nation under God, to be more specific. And it seems right now that our, our, our freedoms, our liberties, our rights, all of it are under assault. And as long as we've got people suffering in one state, you know, how much can we enjoy it down here in Florida? Well, I, I, I don't think there's any way we can be isolated from it either. I mean, everything that happens in our borders and, and across the country affects us as well. The shipping problems affect us. The gas problems affect us. We can't be completely insular. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm concerned that for the first time, perhaps even since the Civil War, America is almost evenly divided, mm-hmm. it seems, if you would believe the pollsters anyway, um, that, that we are, we are you know, unable to push one side or the other to prominence in politics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think some of us really, really hoping that um, the midterms would bring us there. Yes. Uh, in Florida, they did. I don't sure. think anybody down here in free state Florida, guys, we did it right. Mm-hmm. Um, our governor stopped uh, all the shenanigans. We had a free and fair election. Uh, and I think the people spoke. What is what are we going to do about Georgia and Arizona and places like that? I don't I don't know. It seems to be uh, a, a beyond comedy of errors. Um, it yeah. certainly seems same old, same old. We, we just got fooled again. I think is, no, the song didn't go that way, but that's what it is. <laughs> well, you know, I can only imagine the residents of that state, you know, having those high hopes for the midterms and then watching them dashed before their very eyes. We've had two elections in a row now stolen right from underneath us. I can't say I'm particularly surprised because the problems that ex- existed in 2020 that allowed them to steal it still remained in 2022. But I think a lot of people really did have high hopes that the overwhelming turnout uh, of people hoping to vote for the right candidates were going to be out there and it was going to be able to overcome all of those shenanigans that they had in play. But what they proved to us is that this system that's in place right now is so irrevocably, irrevocably, irrevocably broken that there's nothing we can do to play within the boundaries of it. It has to be fixed, and it has to be fixed in some very specific ways. You said down here in Florida we were able to overcome it. We cleaned the voter rolls. I mean, right there, uh, you know, we took away one of the main tools that they had to be able to insert fraudulent votes into the system. That's just one way. Uh, but if we can get that done in other states across America, then I think we have a, a, a real leg- legitimate chance. Well, there has to be a willpower at the leadership of the code. The executive office of each state must act. The secretaries of state are the ones who are basically holding an awful lot of responsibility for the shenanigans of 2020 and the shenanigans of 2022. How in the world can somebody who is overseeing the election actually run in the election themselves and then repeat all of the mistakes that they did and were pilloried for in the previous election mm-hmm. is pretty much beyond me. I'm, um, I just, I don't know how to explain that. I don't know how to explain the American people's complacency with it. Yeah. That it's okay yeah. that where are the couple of hundred thousand people standing outside 
the uh, the Capitol building in in Arizona and Georgia. Where is the outrage? I don't yeah. see it, um, and that's disheartening. But it's that's I would say that's on the leftist side. On the conservative side, I see a reawakening um, that seems to be spreading and accelerating. Mm-hmm. And um, and whether whether it's because we have ethics and morals that are finally we've had enough. Or, or whether, as you had mentioned earlier, the pain has reached the level that we can no longer ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see something changing. I think you're right. And uh, unfortunately, I just don't think that we're at the moment yet. We are moving ever closer to it every single day. And I mentioned this release on Twitter, Elon Musk uh, putting out just the first batch uh, of, uh, of internal communications that show that the federal government and the DNC of the United States of America uh, was directing Twitter on which accounts to delete so that they could suppress a story that was damaging to Joseph Robinette Biden. Not because it was going to make him lose the election, but because it allowed him to no longer have the appearance that he could win the election. Uh, because we know nobody voted for Joe Biden. I mean, there was no way 81 million people came out and voted for Joe Biden. But As long as that Hunter Biden laptop story was out there and people would be investigating it and it had the ability to flow freely, well, then it became really unbelievable that Joe Biden could truly win president of the United States under those circumstances. So this is one of those moments, I think, that pushes us ever closer to that great awakening that we're hoping for across America. It's awesome that people on the right are waking up, but we need people on the left to wake up as well and recognize that their freedoms are being stripped away, too. Their their children are going to be in the same position as our children. You know, once we all get sent off to the gulags, who's going to be left to subjugate and punish? It's only going to be those people on the left. So this is, I think, you know, hopefully a moment that people can kind of come to Jesus and recognize what's really been happening behind the scenes. Well, I hope so. But I, I again, I, I don't see the political willpower in our current leadership in the yes. conservative side of our government to act with any kind of either a larceny or force. Mm-hmm. Uh, they become complacent. I, I can't believe we're going to put McCarthy back in charge. I'm sorry. I, I just I don't see it. I, You know, the the how does that go? The, the whole definition of insanity is doing the same thing over yes. and over and over again and expecting to have a different outcome yep, yep. We're, we're this is not working folks we must change um yes. i i think we have an opportunity here in in this decade to perhaps begin to restore america because i don't think anybody's realized that this decline didn't happen in the last three years no this has mm-hmm. been almost a two decades erosion and and mm-hmm. everybody has just casually slept through it and mm-hmm. mia culpa me too yep um yep. i you know i was lured into believing that all was beautiful in our country and there was no danger and the left has been very steadily working to erode that and to mm-hmm. bring about a socialist change in this country that that most I've coined a new phrase, Zach, I just say it's this is real America and real Americans. And there are other there's another America and there's other Americans, but they're not the real Americans. Mm-hmm. They're not the the heritage based belief system that our country's founded on and the and the concepts. They believe in a completely different type of America. Mm-hmm. And and that's the struggle that we're in right now. Is not just political; it's a cultural view of of what is um, what is desired in this country by the majority. Me, I want liberty. I want freedom. I want you to stay out of my business, stay out of my bank accounts. Let me do the best I can in a meritocracy form, 
Mm-hmm. And at the same time, to raise a family and to be happy. Uh, yeah. I'm guaranteed that, first by God and then by my constitution. Amen. But but that's not happening here. We have a, we have a uh, not only a liberal and a, and a uh, democratic side, but parts of our Republican and conservative side who do not seem to believe in the Constitution anymore, who think it is a a, a, a malleable document that you can just change and ignore or, you know, enforce however you feel like. And that is not what the Constitution is. So if we go back to the root cause, that's our root cause, Zach. It's the const- it's the erosion of our Constitution. Everything we're experiencing right now, January 6th, the election frauds, all of these things are about an erosion of our Constitution and an erosion of our liberties and rights. So and true. that's where all of this is coming from. No, you're you're absolutely right. And the, those the, those lawmakers and uh, those uh, public uh, administrative, uh, you know, the think tanks that uh, that run the government, you know, they take an oath to uh, defend and uphold the Constitution, but they don't really believe in it. They don't really understand it. And they have very slowly whittled it away uh, through a series of uh, what I what I believe are really illegal statutes uh, through the administrative branch of government rather than passing laws in Congress. They have all of these rules and regulations that they need us to follow and that if we don't follow them, we're going to get in trouble. But uh, what they have done is destroy our constitutional rights. And they've done it on purpose. You know, that slow boil that you mentioned, you know, the uh, slow erosion of America over the last few decades. I mean, I'd argue it's maybe even been over the last hundred years, you know, I mean, they, they, they knew, they knew exactly what they were doing. They, they were playing a long game and it's just sped up in the last several years In the last 20 years is certainly, uh, in the last five years, even more since Donald Trump walked down that escalator, uh, they really had to step their game up because they knew that he was going to be a direct threat to everything they had put in play. And uh, and now that it's been clear what they did to him and what they've done to us, uh, it's going to be even more dire for them. And the next couple of years, I think, are going to be the real litmus test because we have so many Republicans that are just weak and they just are not willing to do the work. They're not they're spineless. They want to go along with the Democrats. They want to get their pension. They want to insider trade and they want to uh, attend cocaine fueled sex parties a la Madison Cawthorn before they oh kicked him gosh. out of Congress. You know, that's the stuff these people are into. They're not they're not really interested in representing the people. And this is why I, I constantly harp on people to run for office locally. We've got to start the process in our own backyards because that's a lot easier. I mean, that's a task we can overcome. You can run for city council. You can run for mayor. You can run for county commissioner. You can run for drain commissioner, you know, and you have a chance at winning. But a, a, an average Joe, somebody like us decides we want to run for Congress like, geez, a Pete's, you know, how, how many millions of dollars do you got in the bank? I don't. It, it makes it very difficult for the average everyday person to break into that system and to gain a position of power that would allow them to do something of real significance. And the people who do get to those positions of power, they don't care. They, they're not interested. Uh, so we're going to see what happens now in this next session of Congress. And I'm hoping that one of the things they're going to address is the uh, tragedy of January 6th and, and more specifically what's been done to these people who did nothing wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, they did nothing more than what a lot of people on the left have done in the past. You know, activists have gone inside Congress before. 
The only thing that's different this time is that they allowed the dogs to be unleashed and they allowed people to be beaten. They created a riot situation and they decided to persecute people based upon a a situation, a false flag operation that they set up. How did you get involved with this project here, Tim, to put this book together? Um, It started started with election fraud. Started right after the election. My wife and I went to work for Defend Florida here, uh, knocking on doors and cleaning the voter rolls. How about that? Um, After about three months of it, we were absolutely convinced that 2020 was was really screwed up. Um, And in the process of that, of course, we I was unfortunately forced to use social media, which I had avoided like the plague. Uh, even though I'm in IT, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want my phone going off every three seconds. Well, it does now. Um, and in that meeting um, of minds in, inside Telegram, I ran into the Patriot Mail Project. Patriot Mail Project was started back with the Bundys. Remember the Bundys? Oh, yeah. I'm a Bundy. I've had Alman uh, on the show before, yeah. All right. Well, well, that's a really good story, but I'm not going to I'm not going to fill your your hour with it here. But (laughs) those of you who haven't listened, go back and find Red Pill's uh, archive and listen to that, because their story is very similar to what's happening here. It was an abuse of power an overreach of federal authority and basically a persecution of those who dared to stand against it. So Patriot Mail Project was formed when the Bundys went to prison in order to keep them connected with our patriots out here. Nice. Um, People people wrote them hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters, sustained them. Um, and, and of course, the Bundys wrote back to them. Well, when they were released and their sentence was served, the, the Patriot Mail Project went into hibernation, but it was reactivated on July 4th, 2021, to serve the January 6th prisoner community. Um, and we started by trying to find everybody. Um, at the beginning, this was total chaos. People were everywhere. You know, they were being arrested locally, held in a regional jail, held in a county jail, held. I mean, it was just, it was nuts. Uh, but finally, when they begin to aggregate everybody up into D.C. and Northern Neck, we begin to track every prisoner and post where they were, their prisoner number, how you could write to them, all the information about their fundraisers. And Patriot Mail Project did that. They created this database. And even for the released J6ers, you could send them mail through Patriot Mail Project and they would protect their addresses from Antifa and sedition. Oh, nice. Mail. This was these Paula Calloway and Marie Goodwin heroes of this minor revolution that we find ourselves embroiled in heroes um so they've they've kept that fire burning and let me tell you we buried dc in mail i mean buried they, we literally froze their mail room down people were getting bins of mail every week um and that was wonderful but that project led us to basically start communicating. And that's what really hooked me, Zach. I'm going to tell you right now. that So Patriot Mail Project is important to me because that's what hooked me. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, damn, you know, I'm going to write to one of these guys. This is freaking awful. And I know it was, it's wrong because I know the election was wrong now from personal forensic proof of my own. I'm not guessing. I'm not listening. I have seen it. Um, I know that things were screwed up. So um, I wrote, just randomly grabbed a guy out of the queue, wrote to him. I hit the diamond, 22-year Green Beret, Special Forces instructor, three bronze stars for valor bravery, served on five continents, 10 years as a CIA protector, Mm. uh, working for the agency as a contractor, never been arrested in his life, never had a parking ticket, never even had a speeding ticket. He's been in jail 670-some-odd days now pre-trial. Wow. um, Just for going there on January 6th. He was in the tunnel, and I tried to uh, pull... Roseanne Boylan out from under the pile. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course he was attacked violently as everyone was in that tunnel, Kyle Fitzsimons and, um, lots of people who were in that tunnel were brutalized that day. And uh, obviously Roseanne Boylan was killed and, uh, Jeff stood there and watched her lifeless body being beaten with a baton by, uh, a, a basically a, a crazed and sadistic female MPD officer. Mm. So that letter, when I got it back, Zach. Damn, buddy, I cried. I'm I'm sorry. I, I want to tell you I'm a really tough, macho kind of guy. You know, work with the military all my career, and yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a scaredy cat, buddy. I cried like a baby. Um, the, the the heartbreak of that letter and and what he was, you could just feel his like, why is my country doing this to me? What what I've served you, I've I've protected you, I've stood in the gap while you slept at night. Why are you doing this to me? Um, and and I I had to respond, and I had to respond. If I knew he was in there, I knew there were others in here like them, and I started writing more letters. Um, and we started the campaign, really. I mean, it was already in progress, but we just started beating the drum. Write these prisoners, write these prisoners, write these prisoners. And the prisoners started writing back. And those letters, like the one I got back from Jeff McKellar, those letters were changing people's paths in life. It knocked me completely out of my lane, so... It wasn't unexpected that it could do the same from others. And um, the letters got so, so uh, many that people started sending them back into us at J6 News. And um, we started posting them for everybody to read. And they got so numerous, we had to create a separate channel for them called American Gulag Chronicles with the nod to Alexander Solzhenitsyn and the Gulag Archipelago. Um, and, and that's what started this letter process, where we started posting these letters from prisoners and posting their art and their stories. Um, and we formed a giant Patriot community that was all connected through the Patriot Mail Project. Um, when we had so many of these letters, uh, my, my partner in crime with J6 News, Marie Goodwin, um, just kept saying, you have to do something more. We're not getting far enough with the message. I mean... We're reaching our conservative audience, but we're not getting through the, the barrier. We're not going through the wall and letting America hear for themselves what happened that day and what's going on inside these gulags and inside our Department of Justice. And, and that's that was the start of the book. We had hundreds and hundreds of letters. Uh, reading through those letters was uh, very painful because we had to select the ones that told the story. So that you what? had to read every one of them. That, that, that's uh, that's the next question I want to ask. I mean, how how do you edit those down? How do you whittle those down? Because, I mean, I would imagine <clears throat> all of them would be powerful. All of them would be something that you feel deserves to be put out there in the public. I mean, how, how do you go through that and like, make that choice? It was really hard. Um, and, and, you know, we had to put a structure to it, Zach. So we, we decided to attack it chronologically. Okay. Um, we started in September of 21 and we brought it all the way forwards to the end of September 22. So that's just a month and a half behind us now. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are fresh letters. These are letters that have, you know, aren't even 60 days old. Um, and we told the story. We, we chose the people who were, who were representing the process of, um, of fear and punishment and persecution and abuse and, Side by side with that in those same letters was fealty, faith, brotherhood, and, you know, forming their own chaplain groups and worshiping uh, just just stories of strength and endurance that 
almost overshadowed the stories of persecution and pain and loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we tried to mix those in to give the full flavor of what's going on in these prisons and not just in DC, but Northern Neck, Rappahannock, Fort Dix. There's, we have people all over this country. I have Jeremy Brown, the actual poster boy for Green Berets, you know, right yep. here across the street from me in Clearwater. We will be at his trial Monday in front of the Tampa courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very, this is, nobody's immune from this. This is all over the country. These people were your neighbors, your next door buddy, the guy you might've gone to the range or sat in church with. Um, and so it was very, uh, very hard to put some of them aside. Some have concerns about their attorneys would not let them speak. Right. And so they could not participate. Some felt that the uh, intellectual property would be valuable to them when they got out. So we could not use their letters. So we had okay. to get permission, had to get permission from everybody. And that was hard because these folks, some of them are isolated. We literally had to pass around papers in the prison, you know, and have everybody sign them and then mail them mirror. back to somebody's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we did it. It was a yeah. work of love. Um and and that book is the result. And actually, I got a copy. I have my author's copy, in, and I'll tell you, I teared up a little when they showed. Um, this is what the book looks like. Um, inside are are images of the letters and the art and the pictures, and then transcriptions, so you can read them more easily. Mm-hmm. And in those letters, they tell you the story of their lives from September of twenty one through September of twenty two. Um, they are they are really powerful letters some are pleading some are proud some are demanding that america stand up many of them once they realized that we were posting these letters quit writing them to their sponsors and started addressing them to uh dear america or dear american patriots so they were writing to the public and that's why we thought that it was time for the public to read them um you know hey you got mail sitting in your box you haven't read it yet it's time to read these letters um so the book hopefully will go beyond the wall right well, I, and I think it needs to because, you know, <clears throat> in the introduction for this, you know, I mean, I just kind of putting this subject out there. I've covered January 6th over and over again. I was there in D.C. Uh, and, you know, I, I saw this happen, you know, and to your point, uh, uh, that feeling of betrayal, you know, having served your country and then turning around to have your country try to destroy you. I, I mean, like, that's just the ultimate betrayal. And uh, in D.C. on January 6th, I mean, I saw that in the people in the crowd. I mean, they talking to police and saying, you know, we, you know, we're not here to to fight you. You know, I mean, like we're, we're here to to uh, to have our voices heard. That's all we're doing. I mean, we just want to air our grievances and we want somebody to listen to us. We feel like nobody's listening to us. And I don't know what it was. I mean, the the the, the police that were there that day. We're just itching to get into some type of altercation. I mean, they wanted it was like they wanted to they wanted to exact all of their frustration and all of their anger, everything they weren't allowed to exhibit during the summer of love in 2020 uh, when BLM and, and left wing activists were burning down American cities all over the nation. They couldn't act at that time. So now suddenly we have a bunch of conservative people who are, are angry about an election not going to commit any violence nobody's going to do anything that's illegal and yet they know that if they get the chance they're going to go ahead and take out all of that anger and aggression on all those people there and the the people that were there the men and women that were there were so shocked to watch it happen uh, i mean it, it was it was it was shocking to be there it was shocking to see it and i can only imagine somebody like uh, jeremy brown wasn't even there 
The man nope. didn't go to D.C. on January 6th, and they're putting him on trial? You know, yep. I don't know. He's He's been in jail for like a year or something now, hasn't he? A I year mean, and a half, over a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah. And so he's going to go to trial. I don't even know what they're charging him with. I don't know what the basis of these charges are. I don't know what evidence the United States government, the DOJ, is going to present against him. I mean, how can you be charged with a crime related to something that occurred in a place where you weren't even at? You know, it doesn't make sense. The only crime he committed is declining to become a federal informant, as far as I understand. That's it. That is yeah. that's exactly why he's sitting in prison is not only did he decline, but I love the man because he filmed the whole damn thing and recorded it on his phone. And then yeah. he played it for the rest of America to see how dirty the FBI has become mm-hmm. um, and how it look. He, some people think that what happened on January 6th was a natural um, a natural cause of an under an overwhelmed police force and a an unawares crowd um, that they were basically in panic mode. Um, I heard you mention Tommy Tatum News. Mm-hmm. M5 News is another one. Gary McBride, who is our I consider to be uh, our master a great videographer. Guy. Yeah, he's been on the master show before, videographer, yeah. right? He's yeah. he's done marvels with the Axon video. But well, um, many of these folks. Jeff and some of these other folks have been talking about what they see in their discovery, calling out names. And what we're seeing is a complete breakdown of authority within the Capitol and the MPD police divisions that were behind the lines. The officers are panicking and literally running away, leaving the cadre at the front lines with no, basically no guidance. Right. And the few that were there who panicked began to use munitions that were not authorized. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is where once you see people going down after being struck by flashbangs or being hit with the rubber bullet or being gassed and maced with OC spray, which, by the way, is illegal to use on civilians. And if you happen to be a signer of the Geneva Convention, but, mm-hmm. you know, I guess we can ignore that for the moment. But the. Um, the well, that's for other the, countries. That's for other countries, Tim. That's yeah, not yeah, for yeah, the United yeah. States. And we don't want to go to, we don't want to join the Hague because, well, you no. might want to have us show up there mm-hmm. somewhere. What? Me um, worry about war crimes? No way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Alfred E. Newman. The, uh, <laughs> the, the concept of what was happening that day was that they were unprepared for the crowd and their actions actually worked against them. You can watch some of these Axon videos. They deployed puke gas and everything into the crowd with the wind blowing in their face. It blows all the gas right back into cops who then freak completely out mm-hmm. and just go absolutely berserk. Yep. Um, half of them are on the ground puking. The other half are flailing blindly and beating people. Um, when you see the actual axon footage just beginning to come out in the discovery, it becomes clear not only was the was the actions that day mostly defensive on the part of the conservatives and the January 6th defendants. Yep. They were protecting other people and in some cases protecting themselves. And, and yet the they're being charged with assault as if they engendered the entire affair instead mm-hmm. of being beaten about the head and shoulders and gas. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, I think that's going to be something that's going to come out. I do hope that we talked about the new Congress. I do hope the new Congress reassembles the January 6th select committee, but this mm-hmm. time let's make it a real one. All right. Let's have right. actual, let's have actual, you know, testimony and cross-examination. Let's have actual two-sided, you know, views of what happened and an exploration for truth instead of a pursuit of narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's what I hope will happen because then I think you will begin to see some of these cases that have already been decided and people who are sitting in prison, Jake Chansley, Guy Reffitt, 
Um, you know, I can name a bunch of them and, and it breaks my heart because they are good people. Um, but they are already serving their sentences. The damage is done, not only were they held indefinitely, but then convicted and sent to some very bad places. Mm-hmm. And and I'm hoping that there will be some um, some process of recovery and reimbursement once the truth comes out of what happened that day, that these wrongs will have to be righted. Well, whether it's a pardon of innocence, whether it's a appeal that reverses it, whether it makes it to the Supreme Court, um, I do not know. I, I will I will tell you that uh, it's it's all fog and haze ahead of us, but I do believe that there will be truth coming out of what's coming, whether it's you and I saying it, or whether it's the select a new select committee or our Congress actually doing their job. We will put the truth out there. That's what we're all about. Is we're about spreading the truth and letting America decide for themselves. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Amen. Um, um, and so I hope. <clears throat> Real Go quick, ahead. I just I just need to say thank you uh, over on Rumble to Real Newshead, who said, where's all the attorneys when we were talking about people Bingo. getting involved? I've said this many times recently, too. You know, uh, I think a lot of people on the conservative side, you know, uh, uh, we, we like to joke about the uselessness of the modern day college education. But I'll tell you what, uh, you go to law school, you get a law degree, you get a JD. That's something you can use to no end, okay? Like, it's going to be extremely valuable, and it's something that we need. We need intelligent people getting into professional positions and and professions like that so that we can use you when the time is necessary. You know, I mean, uh, apparently they had a whole bunch of lawyers on hand for the 2022 midterms. Best I can tell, didn't do shit, okay, because we're still seeing the exact same thing. I heard earlier tonight that Carrie Lake has lost her her case and they've ordered her to pay the legal fees of Maricopa County. Uh, What a slap in the face. You know, that uh, that election in Arizona was obviously uh, a complete farce. And uh, I don't know that that is the end of it. And, you know, like you said, fog of war earlier. You know, this is truly we're in the midst of it right now. And I have no idea what's going to come. But I have to hold that hope that what you're saying is right, that these new congressmen who are going to come in, this uh, this this, you know, slim Republican majority uh, are going to take the January 6th select committee, flip it on its rear end and give us some true information. You know, I mean, stop trying to create a story and tell us what exactly happened. You talk to people who were there, talk to people who don't have an agenda other than getting the truth out and uh, and, and and stop selectively taking video clips and playing them over and over and over again. You know, like I I mentioned uh, earlier that uh, people in the crowd were saving cops. You know, let's see some footage of uh, of protesters and policemen working together to uh, to help people on that day. You know, I mean, it wasn't all cops beating people to their death with batons. I mean, there was enough of that. Okay, but I mean, we also have infiltrators that were inside the crowd that were probably FBI, definitely Antifa, uh, people who were not Trump supporters that were there setting a match to uh, an open gasoline can. They wanted to make sure that what we saw on that day was going to be as horrible as they could possibly make it so that they could then use it against us. Any support President Trump had to challenge the election in 2020 evaporated in seconds uh, as I saw it. I watched it happen. I said, this is exactly what they're going to do. This is the plan the whole time. I said, this is I just couldn't even believe it. They they did it so well, like they really know how to manipulate a situation. And man, uh, 
<laughs> Drazinski and Barrera are jealous. Trust yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. We need to be like that, guys. We need to be like that. And so we need people in government. We need people to get elected to office. We need people to be lawyers and we need people to be judges so that we don't have uh, these various uh, uh, positions that are just filled with ideologues for the left. Because in a couple of years, hopefully, we're going to be the majority in this country. I truly believe we are the majority of the people. But we need to replace these corrupt bureaucrats with people who care about this nation. Because right now, it's very, very lopsided. Um, so, Tim, uh, can you tell me, uh, is there kind of a, a, a similar, uh, is there is there a, a similar narrative thread that these guys are going through? I mean, uh, is, is it all just horrible conditions and they're all being treated poorly? Or are, are some of these guys being treated like human beings? There are a few of, uh, a few of the locals local prisons that are kind of like a regional jail environment that are not as high security and don't have um, the type of denizens that you're finding in Northern Neck and D.C. and some of these other uh, FCI just up there. These are really bad places. Um, You're you're how how did that go on Alice? Mother rapers, father rapers on the on the bench with me. Well, these guys are being housed literally with with rapists and murderers. Wow. Um, and they are pre-trial. And that is a violation of both the U.S. Marshals contract with the uh, with the corrections divisions that they contract to, as well as a violation of protocol from the Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're caring anymore. They're 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 not bothering with any rules. They're going to do exactly what they want. The idea here is to show how much pain we can inflict on anybody who dares to disturb the socialist panorama. Um. And and you must not be afraid. Um, I'm speaking to your audience now. You must not be afraid because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use fear to silence you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to use fear to make you bow, to make you obey, to make you acquiesce. It's okay. I'll say, oh yeah, you stepped over the line. I'll just I'll step back and draw another one. Oh, you mm-hmm. that one too? No, I'm sorry. Right. I'll just keep going back. You, you, no, America, enough is enough. Um, we need to start really uh, taking the, the two by four to the mule to get their attention here. Your representatives are not doing their job. Uh-huh. Make their phone lines come apart. Uh-huh. Fill their offices with mail. You may not think they read them, but they're going to have to open a few of them to get to their front door if you send enough of them. Yes, exactly. We should not let our elected officials get away with this. Um, make it hot enough for them. If they're not the right people, they'll want to get the heck out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that we can, in our spare time, put pressure on our elected officials to let them know how we feel and what we believe to be important. Uh, and it's not like we're asking for a lot. You know, I mean, like we're talking about due process here. Uh, we're, we're talking about violations of the Constitution, violations of our rights. These poor guys that are being held in these conditions. I mean, and, you know, and it's not just that they're, you know, being forced to sleep in dirty conditions. I mean, we're talking about unsanitary conditions. We're talking about assault. We're talking about sexual assault in some cases, you know, and I'm not, I don't want you to dox anybody or, you know, to put anybody out there, but you know, I mean, this is the most horrendous type of stuff that you can think of. This is the kind of thing 
you know, as a child of the 80s, okay, growing up in the 80s, uh, learning about, you know, despotic regimes across the world, you know, like Chile or South Africa, you know, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that the United States used to be up in arms about, that we would go invade a country because they treated their own citizens in the way that we are doing right now. Um, where's the outrage, America? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in my fellow Americans. And, yeah. and, and maybe I don't have a right to be judgmental. Maybe I'm as guilty as them for not having pushed harder um, when all this was happening. But I, I do feel that, that we have become complacent. And everything's okay as long as I can have my hot dog big gulp, you know, and mm-hmm. I can uh, go to the movies and watch Netflix. I'm just happy. I'll, everything's fine. Um, but it's not fine. And I, 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 I guess really it, it takes a visceral experience. Um, you need to maybe not, I, I can't really say we're going to throw you in jail. Maybe that'll wake your ass up. No, yeah. I, but I do think that if you were to listen to somebody who is in jail, mm-hmm. um, if you were and not just read their letters, how about you'd like to listen to their voices? I have interviews here from the jail um, on our website that you can listen to these guys tell you exactly in their own voice, what's going on in there, what happened on January 6th. It's almost better than the letters because, I mean, the letters you're basically reading and seeing their handwriting, but here you're hearing their voices and in some cases seeing their faces. Um, and they will tell you in their own words. And I, I, I don't, don't trust me. Don't trust, you know, the, the pundits. Don't trust Zach. Listen for yourself and yes. then make up your mind whether this is worth fighting for and whether this could happen to you. Um, and that's that's what I mean by visceral. I, I think you need the, the the direct connection to these people's pain and suffering to understand what may be in store for you. You better get out of your box before they bury you in it. Um, and, and that's what these gentlemen and ladies are telling you in these letters and in these interviews is they're calling on America to please wake up before it's too late. I absolutely agree with you, <clears throat> and your point is is well taken. Uh, I n- I always tell people, don't trust me, don't take my word for it, and certainly, you know, don't just sit around on the internet posting memes and writing snarky comments on social media. Get out of the house, uh, get together with some people locally, and find something that you can do that's going to make a difference. Because it's not that that's that that effect is cumulative. You know, yes, you're going to go out, say you put some pressure on a representative. You do it enough times that they understand that there's something that they have to pay attention to. You know, you inspire 10 other people to do the exact same thing and then it becomes amplified and then the message really gets carried along, you know, and with something like this project here. The money from these books is actually 100% going to help the legal fees for these January 6th defendants. Is that correct? That's correct. Everybody who worked on this project volunteered their time, uh, myself and Marie. We actually had an international team put this book together in just a little over 45 days, which is, I don't know if anybody's ever had any publishing experience, but it don't happen quick. quick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, you know, you got to go through publisher though. We did it ourselves. Um, we had very talented people, our typesetter in Mumbai. We had proofers in Germany. We had people who really cared. And you know what their words were to us is that we will do this for free as a volunteer because we believe America is the last bastion of liberty and Mm -hmm. it must be protected. It's true. When people outside of your country who are already experiencing the pressures that we see are telling you that please, please don't let this happen there or we will all fall. Mm-hmm. Um, it should wake us up. So uh, all these folks dedicated their time and their effort. 
Um, we have, we're self-publishing. We, we, you know, publishers like to keep 80% and give you 20. Well, that's not going to work for us. This money is for J6ers. Um, so all of the proceeds from this after printing and shipping will go into two different funds. One is to help J6 families who are struggling. I have families whose children are living in separate homes because they've lost their homes. Their breadwinner has been gone for a year and a half. Um, they can't, they, they literally are, are, their families are destroyed. And, and that was something else I wanted to mention, the collateral damage that is happening from January 6th defendants to their families is a it is not just a horror, but it should be the shame of this nation mm-hmm. that we have allowed this to happen to innocence and have treated them in this manner and then turned our backs on their pain and their suffering um, at PatriotMailProject.com. Last year, we did a Christmas project to basically provide gifts for all of the children of January 6th defendants. Uh, and we're doing it again this year. Or this year, we're doing it with gift cards because we found that Sending twenty thousand dollars in toys through the mail is a lot of work. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so this year we're we're providing the parents and the children with gift cards that they can purchase, so it's a little easier, and more of the money will go to them instead of going to shipping or UPS or anybody else. Um, and again, it, the 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 idea behind all of this is these are people with giving hearts. These are patriots who are selfless in their in their giving selfless in their labors, selfless in their time, and most importantly, in their love and compassion. Um, And so that's how this book was. This book is a work of love um, for our country and for our J6ers, and all of those proceeds will go to succor them and to help save some of their families from the pain. Oh, that's great. God bless you for doing this. Um, Is it possible to go and visit any of these guys in person? Are, Are they allowed to receive visitors, or is that completely locked down as well? Yes, that's uh, with some exceptions. Like we we can visit with um, here with Jeremy Brown and many of us who do podcasting and everything have visited and interviewed him directly in the jail. Um, he will be going to trial, so I don't know what will happen once they, once the trial begins, whether they'll pull him back to D.C. or allow it to happen in federal court here in Florida. That will be interesting to see. The um, the the D.C. Gulag went under COVID lockdown. Well, it was in COVID lockdown as soon as the guys got there. Nobody in that facility has seen their family since they went in, not a single person, not by video, not in person. They are allowed telephone access. So I do. That's how I talk to them. We call each other and we are text back and forth through a secures and getting out programs. Um, But it is a horrendous charge. I mean, what has happened to our prison system? It has become a profit center for some of the greediest people on this on this planet. Um, and and that's another thing we have to pay for to keep these folks able to talk to their children and their wives and their lawyers and everything. We must fund their communication packages so because they're so isolated. Um, and, and that's a travesty in itself because everybody else in that damn prison gets visitors and has video visits mm-hmm. and has access to the law library and has outdoor recreation and has medical care. I mean, the list goes on and on, and everybody in C2B pod, which is this um, once abandoned mental health pod that had fallen below the standards of livable condition, this is where our guys have been for two years. Um, And they are denied all of that. And you actually, in the book, uh, one of the letters from Jeff McKellips, uh, I've got it on screen for people right now. He actually has a, a, a map of the facility in there. You're saying this was a mental health facility that was not 
deemed worthy for for human occupancy and and they opened it back up for these guys yeah it was abandoned uh, because the infrastructure was falling apart but it was being used for for prisoners who were having mental you know mental health mm-hmm. issues as a mm-hmm. and that's because it is a high security uh, pod um and then basically the, the water systems went bad the air systems were bad the, the plumbing and everything wasn't working well it was an older facility in fact it had been recommended to be torn down and mm-hmm. replaced. Um, but no, we saved that just for you, January Sixers, you know, open it back up. Mold blows out of the air conditioning vents like black snow. Oh, I have God. to send socks to my buddies when I feed, when we send their access packs with food, we have to include socks so they can use it to drain the, to strain the water. So they don't drink the black crud that's coming out of the faucets. Oh, my um, God. If you go to my website, look for my interviews and our videos with, um, with Brandon Fellows where he snuck a video um, in his cell and shows he turns on the water tap and this huge glob of black goo just splatters everywhere. Yeah. And this is what they have to drink. They're, they're, that's their only water for drinking and washing. Um, I won't tell you what's on the walls. It's a lot of DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, and, and the toilets, what they do, um, which is, again, against the Geneva Convention, to deny an inmate water. They will punish these guys by shutting off their water. Well, guess what happens when you shut off the water in your toilet? You can't flush it. You can't flush it. And they'll leave people like this for days um, and then not clean the, you know, not come in and repair the damages or clean up the, I mean, it's, nobody should be, we don't treat people in Gitmo like this. We do not. No, it's it's a a travesty. It's a a five-star resort at Gitmo in comparison. How is it that like no one has addressed this. Like it's just it's shocking, I think, for anybody to understand that this could be happening in America. And I get it. You know, they want to they want to punish these guys as, as much as they possibly can. But it seems like there is not a single damn redeemable soul in the DOJ or in any federal court throughout America. I can't believe that nobody has brought this up and said something to a judge and that 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 it can't have been addressed. I mean, this is like so fundamental, like living in conditions like this. I I, I can't even imagine. Well, that's because America is 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 plagued with cognitive dissonance. Um, Anybody who doesn't understand what that is, it means that cognitively you're being presented with two opposing and and um, and and environments or ideas that cannot be compatible in any way and you must choose between either of them as a reality point but neither of them is reality yeah this is cognitive dissonance and and our country has developed this um yeah we had mtg and marjorie taylor green louis gomert those guys went down there pounded on the freaking doors raised hell where was the rest of Congress? Mm-hmm. Where were all the other conservatives? Where was the outrage for what was being done? Where was the outrage about the destruction of constitutional rights, of denial mm-hmm. of speedy trial? I'm, I can't, I mean, geez, we'd waste an hour here talking about all the abuse, but um, where, where was those people? Where are they now? Where are they now? Where would they be in January when the new house is sworn in? Those are the questions we need to answer, and that's why I encourage people to just beat the living crap out of your representatives. Yeah, Make their phone lines melt down. They need to buy a new phone server. I mean, write them letters. Go stand in their office until they come and see you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? 
buy a book and send it to them, for God's sakes. Hell yeah, there you go. Let them read it for themselves. I mean, you can't ignore this stuff, mm-hmm. but they are because it's not making it through the mainstream media barrier. We are being effectively uh, gaslighted almost every single day. Um, and I mean, and- T- Tucker Carlson is the only person I've heard on the mainstream media even mention this stuff, you know, and he hasn't gone into depth like this. But, you know, I mean, nobody else even, uh, you know, admits that this is happening. I mean, this is the most shocking, disgusting thing I could possibly imagine. You know, they have they did. They treated the Nazis better after World yes, War Two. You know, they yeah. they they were they were given luxurious accommodations they were welcomed in and made a part of the intelligence community and the defense community here in america and yet hey, in new york in new york we're building condos for illegal aliens oh yes yes exactly yeah yeah excuse me they're illegal aliens that means they broke the law they're in this country and they shouldn't be here and who knows what other crimes and yet they're walking around and get a condo mm-hmm. and i got veterans of 30 years sitting in the dc gulag no yeah. this is not acceptable america no. If you are not outraged, you and I need to have a serious conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean this is uh, again, you can set up you can set up a recurring email to go out to your representatives and senators, okay? That 5 minutes. Set it up, make sure it set, gets sent out every single day. Every you don't day. even have to every you don't even have to worry about it. And then with the time that you're using in your real life, you can actually write letters to them every single day. Write them a letter and then you can go down to their office and you can attempt to see them every single day until they actually let you in. And even if you don't talk to them and you just talk to their interns, those interns have to tell them about every interaction that they have. They're going to take note. They're going, you, you can even say that you're there to talk about, like, I don't know, water quality or, or fishing rights or something like that. I mean, something innocuous, maybe so you can just get through the door. And then yeah. once you're there, you know, hey, I, I've got some real concerns here. I mean, this is this is horrible. But yeah, you, that was a great idea. Sending them a copy of the book. Every single member of Congress should have a copy of this book. And I just I, I can't imagine that they don't already know what's going on. Matt Gates, certainly Marjorie Taylor Greene, Louis Gohmert, who's not even going to be in Congress anymore. You know, they all know, you know, but uh, everybody knew that's coming in. This this should be the number one issue. This should be the top of the list. You know, obviously, election fraud. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I mean, you know, we've got human rights abuses taking place right now. Yeah, I, I you know, when I hear world leaders start praising that they think china is the perfect example for you know world governments to adopt yeah i'm scared crapless i mean let me tell you my social media score ain't gonna be pretty (laughs) (laughs) i'm screwed (laughs) oh man yeah uh, no mcdonald's for me that's for sure i probably won't be able to buy anything um and this should scare people that we are you know we are actually praising the types of regimes that are the most evil on the planet that are that are actually involved in genocide of their own people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really, I I hope I see this change before my time on this planet is over. I'm I've, I read a lot, and one of the things that always stuck is that the arc of the universe is wide, but it always bends towards justice. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that. I I want my faith in justice restored. I want my faith in my country restored. I want to feel that that as human beings and as citizens of Americans, we are valued for our examples to the world of liberty and our examples to the world of of uh, and tolerance. We are a tolerant people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't be right here. Because trust me, 
we should be having roofing cement and chicken feathers going everywhere right now. <laughs> yeah, we've we've put up with and a we're lot not, of bullshit. We're tolerant. <laughs> yeah. We're tolerant. Yeah, we have. You know, I mean, I, I, a number of times this past week, you know, I've, I've said, look at what's happening in Brazil. You've got millions of people out in the street, you know, in the face of, you know, overwhelming tyranny. I mean, they're talking yes. about taking people's kids away. They're talking about shutting down your bank account. You know, at that point, what do you got to lose? You know, there, there's no reason to not stay out there. Uh, so, you know, bring it on. Where is that movement in America? Why are we not out in the streets? Why are we not surrounding 50 different state capital buildings all across this nation, you know, and uh, it, it it doesn't take that much. It doesn't take that much to just take a couple of hours every single week that you can devote to something like this. This is a worthwhile endeavor, and this is something we should be doing. Somebody, well, Casey Collins says, what about Rand Paul and saying that uh, Fochi won't get away with it? I, I certainly hope. I mean, here's the thing, you know. Uh, I've been listening to lip service from congressmen the entirety of my life, you know, so I mean, it's a possibility that they're going to do something about it. Uh, I certainly hope they address it. Uh, But until then, it's all vaporware as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it hasn't materialized yet. You know, we're here in this moment. And as Tim and I are speaking, people are being held in these disgusting conditions. These guys are being forced to drink toilet water, basically, black mold, cockroaches running out of the pipes uh, and, you know, just the most disgusting things you can possibly imagine. Uh, So, you know, Rand Paul, please take care of Dr. Fauci, but also please address the injustice that's taking place in Washington, D.C. right now. I think we all want to speak out. And I think the whole purpose of this, like you said, is to chill our street speech, to, yep, yep. to put us in a position where we fear our government and we fear to speak out and we we fear to demand um, our God-given and constitutionally protected rights. Um, I will tell you that, that fear will get you nowhere. Um, it will basically guarantee that you become the victim and not the victor. Um, America needs to be victorious in in restoring our country to liberty and restoring uh, ourselves as the as a shining city on the hill. Oh my God, DC looks like the cesspool in the swamp, not the uh-huh. shining city on the hill. Um, <laughs> we must repair that. We really must for our own sakes, for our children's sakes. Forget about the rest of the world. Forget about global hegemony. I don't care. How about we talk about America inside our borders, where you and my wife and my children all live. That's mm-hmm. what's important to me. Um, and then after I fix that, we can talk about somebody else. Amen. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I so so with you. I mean, for you know, again, for the entirety of my adult life, I, I've been asking that question. You know, why are we so concerned with what's happening in other countries when we're not addressing the very real problems that exist at home? But, you know, I, I mean, I've come to understand, Tim, that. The answer is that they don't care about us at home. I mean, it. this is, you know, we often talk about the left and the right, you know, but I think at the end of the day, this is really a, a battle of uh, between the plebs and the elites, okay? These are the people with power who want to maintain that power and who are profiting off of our subjugation, who are, are profiting off of the exportation of jobs and, and the production of misery, you know, because the more miserable people are, the more antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds you take, uh, the more likely you, you are to drink and the more likely you are to mm-hmm. just, you know, sit at home and feel that the world is hopeless and there's nothing you can do about it. But it's not hopeless, you know, and um, as we were saying, uh, you know, in the pre-show, uh, it, it, this this is going to happen as a result of it being painful enough 
for people to find the will to do something about it, you know, and I will always revert to telling people that I'm not talking about doing illegal things. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, some type of uh, armed takeover of the United States. You know, we have processes that exist that we can take advantage of that are within the boundaries of the law. And that's the only way that we're going to be recognized as legitimate leaders of this nation. You know, I mean, think about any country that you have, uh, uh, you know, watched from afar in your life. You know, there was a, an armed uh, armed revolution and uh, and and people take over the government from whatever despotic leader was there before them. The entire world looks at them as illegitimate. And it's just a matter of time until the other side comes back through and, and swings back in and takes power back. And, you know, the the uh, the legitimate government is reinstalled. You know, we have people who don't care about this country. They care about themselves and we have to replace them. And there are processes to do that. And we have to get involved. Otherwise, it's just never going to happen. Well, and America needs to make better choices, America. That's your fault. That's yep, not, that's yep. my fault. We voted for the wrong people. We didn't do our homework. My wife and I, this time on, on our uh, midterms, we spent hours researching our pre-ballot. I yeah. looked up judges. You know, normally how you go, yeah, retain that judge. Yeah, retain him. I, yeah. But that, yeah, go ahead, retain him. I don't know that guy. I've never heard from him. We looked these guys up, looked at now what they were doing in their courts, what their rulings were. We did our homework this time. Yep. And then we gave our, you know, it's like, well, I'm not the pundit. I mean, you don't want to vote the way I vote, but I shared that information. Let other people make their own information. Yeah. We need to yeah. do that more. We quit. need to quit being so complacent and figuring that we're just owed democracy and owed liberty and owed our freedoms. Those things are not cheap. People have died for them in our entire history of this country. And why do you think that you can just sit on your butt? when they would give their life. No, you need to do something. I'm not asking you to die or to pick up a gun and go to war, but you can damn sure do something. You can call your congressman. You can go to a street corner. You can join a rally. You can help your local party. You can support candidates who mean something. You can do something, something, do something. Yes, anything, anything. Counter Moon said that I like to trash prescription meds and it's a weak spot in my arguments. I think I actually trash allopathic medicine as a whole uh, because, as I've stated many times before, it's my belief, you can disagree with me, Countermoon, but I think that prescription medications are overprescribed. Uh, they are a creation of the pharmaceutical industrial complex. We have more war because there was a, an industry that was built around munitions and bombs, okay? And so that industry perpetuated global conflicts. The creation of the pharmaceutical industry perpetuated the creation of additional reasons to prescribe people medications. And I think that there are far too many people who end up prescribed something that they don't necessarily need it for. Uh, you know, there's all different things. I'm not just talking about antidepressants. I'm talking about statins. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, pain medication. Look at the opioid epidemic. Okay, yeah. look at the, the early 2000s. What happened? You know, I mean, the only reason people got addicted to OxyContin is because they started pushing it to doctors who then 
gave it to their patients because they were getting kickbacks from Purdue Pharmaceuticals. They were getting golfing trips. They were getting trips uh, to the Bahamas. They were, they were getting all kinds of amenities. You know, that was unnecessary. It didn't need to happen. So if you're prescribed something and you're offended by me saying that I think too many people are prescribed something, you may not be among that group. And you're welcome to uh, do whatever you want with your body because this is America. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about liberty, but I'm also all about people being honest. And uh, there is a lot of dishonesty in a lot of different industries. All right, we're going to take the phone calls now. We're going to open these up. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Let me take a look at the thank yous over on Foxhole. Insight Gino, thank you very much for that can. Also, Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Uh, Empress, thank you for that can. J-Bell, good to see you. Thank you for the can. Empress, thank you for the cookie. And then also the shades. She says, hey, Zach, Terry Ombach is trying to reach you. Okay, uh, Terry, send an email to redpill78 at protonmail.com. I've got Lisa, my fiance, now helping me with my emails, and uh, she'll get back to you. Uh, Bro Dude says all J6 videos need to be released day one of the new Congress. Uh, that's something that Matt Gates actually said, is that, you know, once the new Congress is sworn in, he wants to come in there and, uh, and, and he wants to release all that video. I think that's necessary because right now, you know, I've talked to so many people on the street, even conservatives, you know, who say, oh, you know, what happened on January 6th? You know, it was it was horrible. A bunch of people tried to overthrow the government. And I'm like, OK, well, what is the extent of, uh, of your knowledge and understanding of January 6th? Well, you know, I, I saw the clips on CNN or I saw the clips on MSNBC. <laughs> OK, so you saw a select like three minutes of the worst <clears throat> parts of that day. You know, what do you think happened in the summer of uh, 2020 when BLM and Antifa were burning down the country. You know, I mean, you, you had CNN anchors standing in front of people with Molotov cocktails, beating people to death in the streets, even shooting them sometimes, calling them mostly peaceful protesters. The only thing we had this time, it was a different type of gaslighting, you know, but it was still gaslighting. So we need that 15,000 some odd hours of video footage to be released so that people can can go through it. Uh, they can, uh, you know, produce uh, much better journalism than what's been produced so far. And uh, and we got to tell the truth. People need to know the truth. All right. Let's go ahead and bring in our first caller. Uh, it's Patriots Forever. And... Patriots forever. Audio is connecting. Is Sir, you able to hear me all right? I've got you. I've got. Is this is this Mister Amazing? It is. I, man, I, I, I barely heard your voice, and I knew it was you. What's going on, man? Good to see you. It has been quite a while, my friend. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, it. Uh, it's actually. I've been. I've been. This is my first uh, time. I was actually able to keep catch a live one, and I would damn sure made. Uh, at a point to be here for this topic. Good. Um, I definitely appreciate um, your uh, guest here. I'm not sure if you're able to, to cut the video off. I had like, I wasn't able to select the, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll shut your video off. Uh, Yeah. There you go. Okay. You're good. No, no video now. Okay. Um, A couple of quick things and this all kind of makes a big circle of what we were talking about. But you just hit it right there with the whole summer love and Antifa, and I'm just gonna tie I'm gonna tie this up into one big Christmas present now that it's December right now. Um, but what they were doing during that entire period of time was literally 
forming the basis of their coup. Mm-hmm. And they were literally setting cities on fire. They were setting fires to occupied apartment buildings. I think they even chased down one of the mayors in, what was it, uh, like Washington or Oregon. And they set his own apartment building on fire where there was people in it. And they set those people free. And if people on the right were doing that to people on the left, what do you think the level of media coverage and outrage and, and just legitimate uh, disdain for the people that were going about doing an organized, paid-for effort? I mean, these people were being bussed into cities. Oh, yeah. A lot of those people that were doing those riots didn't even live in the communities that they were rioting in. It was an organized criminal effort just like what's happening at our southern border mm-hmm. that's funded where are yeah. they where are they getting the money to for all of the buses to bring thousands and thousands and thousands of military aged male on our southern border while all of this uh internal destruction was happening and to tie it all in that was actually the first i heard about uh katie hobbs and carrie lake in her uh that whole legal thing possibly falling through. Um, but here's where all that ties in is because obviously 2020 was the biggest and most obvious sham election and fraud with all capital letters, fraud and treason on the face of the planet. And we were watching it happen. All of us watched it happen. The whole world watched it happen. And then the media was just like, oh, well, we're going to let this slide. And then there was a period of time from November to January where everyone's just bristling with what the heck is going to happen because we watched treason in real time and our country was literally being taken over. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready to insert this puppet. And we like we know that this senile old bag can't even make one sentence. Get ready to be instilled in there and these patriots showed up people took time to fly in from other states to represent freedom and community and support not only for trump for for we the people as a nation against the corrupt establishment that has literally infiltrated this country so much and we were taking a stand against the government and These people who flew out there, Trump was. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800 lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Still giving his speech whenever they started this. Oh, yeah. A uh, little, I'm just going to call it an organized event. It wasn't even. All it wasn't even that organized. That- it, it wasn't even that organized. I mean, we were just, you know, Trump was speaking. We were like, well, I heard people are going to the Capitol. We, we better start walking before he finishes so that we can get there and, you know, see what's going on. And then you get there and everybody's already there. You know, we had no idea what had transpired before we got there. But then once things started going bad, I mean, it was pretty self-evident. The first thing that happened is they we were just standing there and one of the police on the parapet uh, uh, popped off a, a flashbang towards the crowd. It went off like right over this dude's head behind us and he had a heart attack and died right then. And as soon as that happened, as soon as that happened, everybody was like, what the, you know, I can't believe, I can't believe what I'm seeing, you know? And then all of a sudden they're shooting rubber bullets at us. uh, And we were like, okay, tear gas is coming. I mean, it's inevitable. This is, this is going to go South really fast. And then people got angry. You know, it was like, there was, there was definitely organization with the false flag aspect of it. There were people at the front that were clearly- Yeah, those people were not Trump supporters. You know, there were people, but then, but then it complicates it because there were Trump supporters there. There were people 
who were feeding off of that negative energy that the, the uh, uh, yes, that, that the plants were, were perpetuating. And then when people, you know, you start seeing people, patriots die right there. They didn't do anything. You know, you're just showing up. You just want your voice to be heard and they're killing you. You know, people got upset. You know, I, I mean, the worst part about this here for me, you know, to your point at the beginning uh, is that they, they've been so successful. You know, they 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 successfully <clears throat> squashed any momentum we had to challenge the election. And then as, as a result of what they've done to us, they have successfully squashed any desire. Well, not any. I mean, a lot, a, a large part of people's desire to stand up and make their voices heard or to organize in public again. You know, because every time I suggest, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> we should be out in the streets. People, oh, you know, January 6th. Remember, remember what happened on January 6th. You know, yep. all they're going to do is uh, put us in prison again. You know, and I understand that. That's valid. But uh, it's uh, it doesn't make it any easier. Exactly. It's going to come to a point where it truly needs to harden everyone's resolve. Yeah. That we are the citizens that were literally written about in our own constitution that are the ones being oppressed. And there's no better example of the J six people that are literally living through absolute tyranny to its utmost degree. And I just want to say this one point, and I would love to ask it to every single mainstream media person. I wonder what their reaction would be if the one person that died during J six, who is an unarmed woman if that was a black woman wearing a BLM shirt in the same building shot by a white cop instead of a black cop shooting an unarmed white woman, what do you think would be happening in this country right now over that one single bullet? Well, it'd be chaos. You know, I mean, think about a- any number of incidents such as that that have happened in the past, you know, George I mean, Floyd would pale in comparison. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and uh, and if you if you really want to, you know, I, I think people, uh, you know, the, the left uses this. They use this trope, this meme, the idea that cops are out there just murdering black men. Uh, but it, it, if you take a look at statistics, there's actually more white people that are killed by cops every single year. You know, this goes, you know, uh, in the same way we've got issues with corruption and uh, and illegal activity in government and, you know, in business and in pharmaceuticals. Uh, we've got the same problem in law enforcement. You know, we've got good men and women that want to protect and serve. And then we've got sociopaths and narcissists that want to subjugate and control. And they don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about your rights. They're going to do whatever they want to do because, you know, they get off on it. And we've got the same thing happening in government. We have an issue with sociopathy and psychopathy <laughs> in America. People are, are just, uh, you know, th- they want to do bad things. And so they put themselves in positions of power so that they can get away with it. You know, it's a problem with corruption. It's not a problem of one side going after the other necessarily, but the left uses whatever tools they have at their disposal. Tim, any thoughts? I think we've we've really um, we've allowed ourselves to be pulled into this mentality that says, you know, it's it's you and it's us. It's mm-hmm. not it's it's not you know we're no longer a unity of country anymore. We've 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 let the narrative tear us apart. Is the narrative real? Or is it as manufactured as January 6th? Are we totally manufactured? 
Yeah. Are we succumbing to basically being manipulated through this divisive uh, narrative, through this, um, it, it, I mean, as it, it, you, you pit one in against the other. Hey, that side hates you. And hey, this side hates them. And then it's all about hate and, and playing that dynamic of our, we need to realize that, unfortunately, BLM and Antifa and patriots have a lot more in common right now than they really understand. Truth. Um, we, yeah. we are all being manipulated. And just now Truth. we're beginning to experience what I'm, I'm just going to say it is, is what, what many black Americans have been experiencing for many, many decades. Um, this, this feeling that you can be oppressed simply by authority deciding that you are a lesser individual or that your rights are lesser or that your worth is less than anybody else or than the individual who's making that decision. We should never allow this to happen in our country. I, mm-hmm. I think we have more in common with the folks that we are pitching battle with than either of us realize. Yeah. And that may be our only salvation. Um, what's happening to the news? You know, every, you, you mentioned those, why isn't everybody thinking this way? Well, they're only watching mainstream media. I don't know how many of your listeners understand mainstream media is controlled by big pharma. They are, they basically fund the whole ball of wax. Yep. Um, you know, I can't sell cigarettes or alcohol on television, but I can tell you about a drug that might give you a 2%, you know, benefit to your skin, but unfortunately it's going to kill your liver and cause brain cancer, but you really should take this drug. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you this pretty picture of a girl on a bicycle having a great time. Take the drug. No, we, we are not. Um, we are not being inquisitive enough and we are not being responsible enough in finding the truth. And we are way too malleable to the manipulation of mainstream media. I'm 67. I don't take a single, not one single prescription. Neither does my wife. We raise our own food. We eat well. We take supplements because we're getting old and we don't, you know, otherwise we have nothing to do with pharmaceuticals. And I have no issues with that. I have perfectly fine blood pressure. I don't have any heart issues. All you need to do is live correctly and eat correctly and stay away from processed foods and basically do the things that people have been doing for all of mankind. We don't need pharmaceuticals to make us better, but because we believe that, we've given these people power. And that power has extended to our media, and now they're controlling the narrative. The the cognitive dissonance is being covered up because you only Mm -hmm. get to see one side of the narrative. Yeah. yeah, and I'll uh, I'll say this, and as far as that narrative goes, um, and this was this was actually a surprising thing uh, when I heard it the first time because I was kind of fresh out of high school and into college, and I was it was actually a business communication class, and the lady said, "Do you?" She literally just asked the class, "Do you know why business communication people get paid so much in businesses?" And then she explained it like if you can control the message and the uh, you can control if you control the message the correct way, you can control the perception. And this translates into into government. And she literally explained it. If you control the message, you control perceptions. If you control perceptions, you can control people's beliefs. And if you can control their beliefs, you can control their behaviors Mm -hmm. and you can literally make people do things as far as your history on that quick point uh, for the listeners. And I, I know I say this a bunch of times when I get on uh, the show, there's one 
five and a half minute video from Prager University called The Inconvenient Truth of the Democratic Party by Carol Swain. Okay. One more time, I'm going to say it. An Inconvenient Truth of the Democratic Party by Carol Swain on Prager U. It's like five and a half minutes, and I learned more in that five minutes than I did in my entire like high school history classes combined. It was amazing, and it just hammers everything home. And whenever you watch that, I actually have literally red-pilled people on that one video. Like, why would this one person, she's obviously... Well, she's an African, for people who don't know who are listening, she's an African-American history professor, and she goes through the actual history of just regular American history, stating facts for five minutes, hitting these key points. And I have people saying, there's no way that this is true. And I'm like, why would this African-American lie about their own history? So tell you um, what, Mr. Amazing, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna play that video on Tuesday nice. on, on Occam's Razor. So not tonight, because yes. we got I'm so many calls in. we got to take. But yeah, be there on Tuesday. But other than that, we got, we got to bounce. We are 20 minutes into the calls, and we still got five people on the line. So I appreciate you calling, buddy. It's so good to hear your voice. I absolutely love you guys. Love and you for anyone in Arizona, Arizona, put Hobbs as a fraud on a T-shirt and show up everywhere she is. And I absolutely love you guys. God bless America. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Uh, let's see. Coming in next. <clears throat> Caller, you're on the air. Make sure you mute that stream. And let's – can we get a name? You got my name. You know ah, my DJ, name. DJ. So good to hear your voice too, buddy. How you been? All right, buddy. How was your Thanksgiving? So, yeah, it was good, man. It was good. How about you? It was. It was good. It was good, yeah. It was good. It was I, I well I don't want to talk about that anyway. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, a couple of subjects to t- touch on here. Um, wouldn't January six uh, prisoners that they're trying to to classify them as terrorists? Isn't that what they're trying to do? Yeah, they're they're trying to treat them as uh, I mean the words they're using are insurrectionists and seditionists. Um, in the Oath so, Keeper and- trial, we just actually had a couple of people convicted of sedition in the Oath Keeper's trial, which is is just amazing considering didn't, the didn't lack of evidence. Stuart Rhodes, didn't he did he plead guilty or did they convict him? No, they convicted him. Okay, okay. Yeah, just uh, okay. shocking, shocking stuff. Yeah, it is shocking. But um, I just want just I'm trying to hone in on the rights type, you know, human rights things now. So. So now they would be enemy combatants, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they be captured enemy combatants? Uh, if they agreed if he, that that's what they were, yeah. But they did. None of them will agree to that. I mean, these these are folks that believe they're nothing more than patriots, and they're not seditionists. They're not insurrectionists. Uh, they're not even, you know, uh, um, they're not even assaulters. They were basically defending themselves and others. So I think you'll find that the the relative belief among all of these guys is we are innocent and we will never state that we are guilty. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I believe they're innocent. I don't believe they did anything wrong. The vast majority of them might've been one or two people who did something wrong, but I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see any of that. And I don't believe, you know, that they're wrong and that they're guilty of this. But I'm saying the state is trying to deem them as like enemy combatants, like terrorist en- enemy combatants captured. Isn't that what they're trying to portray that, them as? 
Uh, I don't know about enemy combatants because they're, you know, they're basically U.S. citizens. But, yeah, they are portraying them as as being uh, seditionist and insurrectionist. And that's a pretty that's a pretty bad charge. So isn't there aren't there provisions under um, like the Geneva Convention for how they should, um, how they're supposed to be treated? Yeah, but we well, don't we don't we don't subscribe I, to the Geneva Convention. Yeah. Well, we don't subscribe to the Geneva Convention in this case because they're not actual like uh, military people. Well, we, we don't no, subscribe to it. No. We don't subscribe to it when it's not convenient. <laughs> But but, so, but let but me let I me heard, speak to that. You said military people. Let me make sure. If you're a veteran listening to me right now, you're one of seven percent of the U.S. adult population, either retired or active military. And and thank you for your service. Okay. Um, but welcome. if if you're a J sixer, and and you will find that J sixers right now, there's twenty seven percent of the incarcerated J sixers are veterans. Can okay. you imagine why that might be? Uh, yeah, because we stand up for for our country. That's what we took yep. that oath for, and that's what we live for. That that go. oath doesn't expire. That 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 what you're taught, and that and that what you what you're sent out to do. You know, war is a terrible thing. War war sends good men to do terrible things. You know, but we have to do those terrible things in order to sh- ensure our freedoms at times and. Um, we, none of us, we, we never relinquish that oath. That oath is carried with us for life. So go ahead. You were going to say, no, you're absolutely correct. And that's exactly what drove these people to do what they did on January 6th. They, they basically stood by their oath to defend and protect the constitution of the United States. And they also stood by, they also stood by their training to help those who were in in need of aid or who were being oppressed or abused. And all of those That's things right. were happening on January 6th. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I, I, there's got to be a way to help these guys. I mean, there's well, got to there, be. There is. There's got to be some sort of, and, that, and it definitely has to be some sort of legal recourse. I don't know about that, but I will tell you, let me, let me, uh, let me throw another quote out there. The limits of a tyranny... In, uh, the limits of a tyrant's reach is prescribed by the endurance of those he oppresses. How long can mm. you endure? I, mm. I, these men have endured almost two years, and they're willing to endure longer. Um, how long can we endure this as individuals and not speak out? And, and I do mean speak out. I don't mean sit on your couch and talk to the guy, damn, that really makes me mad. No, I'd like to see you step into the street, please. Make you a sign. Show up at a courthouse. Go stand in front of your representative's home. I'm sorry. You need to get out and do something. It's not enough to just talk a good game anymore. I appreciate keyboard warriors. Please step away from the blue glow and join us in the street. Well, well, we, we need the keyboard warriors, too. They're a big part of this fight. They're a big part of our army. They are, but they have their place, and unfortunately, they're they're not making a difference. Um, we can sit here and, and exchange platitudes, and I can type all day long, but that is not making a difference. That is not changing a congressman's mind. That is not letting a judge know that the populace is unpopular with the type of decisions and the, and the movements that they're making. You have to speak out in America, and they're trying to, to fear monger you into being afraid to speak out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to step out. You need to do exactly the opposite of what they want you to do. You need to step into the street and speak out. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, you know, I'm in New York City, and New York City is not too good right now. No, no. <laughs> my deepest <laughs> condolences, gotta, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got. We got our mayor who's running around um, cutting people's hair, taking foul shots, and missing. Um, uh, what else did he do? He was playing bongos in the subway. This guy was drinking glasses of water. He's um. Um, there was a thing he put out a press conference the other day about uh, they're going to do this program to eliminate all the rats in the subway. You know, you know what I'm thinking? Why don't you do your fucking job and fight some fucking crime? That's what we elected you for. You're not, you're not a fucking rock star on tour. Do your job. Get in your office. Let's see you sign something saying that you're going to fight crime. This guy's doing nothing. Well, no, he's, he's going to round up all the homeless and throw them into jail. That's, that's what he's yeah, going to do. He's, he's going to solve yeah. the homeless problem that's by throwing everybody in jail. That's not going to no. stop crime. No, that's we have, you have a big criminal. problem. You have a big that's problem in your city. I'm concerned that cities like New York and San Francisco could actually fall. Um, just, mm. just from their own, their own weight of crime and corruption within. It, you guys um, ever mm. seen Escape from New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my favorite movie. Yeah, and, yeah. And I keep winning it to happen. <laughs> yeah, Snake Plissken. I mean, uh, DJ, you're going to have to be our resident Snake Plissken in New York. <laughs> That's right, baby. Okay, I could do that. I, 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 I can play that part to the team. I can play that part to the team. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, listen, listen, brother. I I, I want to make sure we get to all the callers tonight. You got any final thoughts for Tim? Um, no, I don't. I will just say God bless you both, and I will speak to you soon. Keep up the good fight. We all must keep up the good fight. And uh, go Brazil. Yes. Go people of China. Go people of Iran. Stand up for your rights. God bless you guys. And God bless us all. God bless America. God bless you as well, brother. Thanks for calling. Good to hear from you. Happy, happy holidays. Uh, Okay. And I need to say thank you to Fred Awakening. He said, love the shirt, Zach. It would look even better with an AR attached with a strap. Late to the stream (laughs) thoughts on the Twitter files. Will heads roll. Is this just the tip of the iceberg? I am optimistic. And uh, the AR is on the other side of my desk. I can't wear it while I'm on a live stream because that's a big no-no. But um, yes. And and then he said something about it. I would look like a commando if I was wearing uh, contacts. I'll wear contacts the next time I wear the the frog skin shirt. But um, yes. I think that we are uh, looking at a, 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 a big story happening over there on Twitter. Uh, first of all, Matt Taibbi as the choice to release the information. Uh, you know, he is a, a longstanding left wing journalist, uh, but he's also recently spoken out about, uh, you know, the tactics that the left have, has been using to silence the right, uh, the uh, stripping away of our, our free speech. Uh, he's also now being attacked by other journalists on the left who want this story to go away. Um you know, it's one thing for a private company to restrict the speech of its users uh, because, you know, oftentimes that's part of the terms and conditions. It's another thing entirely when the United States government uh, and, you know, celebrities 
can reach out to that same platform and at will get people shut down, get their accounts taken away, uh, have entire stories squashed. Uh, that's illegal. That's actually a violation of our civil rights. So, yes, I think that this is a huge story. I think it's going to get even bigger. Uh, Elon has responded to people on Twitter. The Q&A is going to be tomorrow. Uh, so I will certainly be looking for that. If that happens during the day, I might end up doing like a midday stream uh, before my uh, nighttime stream so that we can talk about it. But, yeah, I think it's a huge story. Uh, and then Casey Collins. Thank you, Casey. She said one dollar revolution. God bless you, Mr. Rivers. Thank you, Patriot. May the Lord's mighty power strengthen you. And then Fredo again said, pray for Brazil and the and the Lao Beijing and the Lao Beijing in China. They are fighting the fight we need to embrace. Patriots need to rise up like they have too fat and comfy so far here. And, yeah, and I, I tend to agree with you. You know, Tim and I, as we were saying, you know, we had a long conversation about this before it began. You know, the the what's happening right now in Brazil, what's happening in China, what's happening in Iran. Uh, you know, this is the behavior that we should be seeing here in America. And with as many of us as I know there are, uh, I don't think that we would need to engage in civil disobedience for that long before structures and systems would collapse under the weight of our uh, collective voice. And uh, that may be what needs to happen. But we have to see what's going to play out here with uh, this uh, next Congress that's coming in. They might surprise us. It might not need to go that route. Um, but I tend to think that it will. And uh, that's that, you know, I mean, change doesn't happen when people meekly ask, uh, you know, for for uh, for help with uh, the problems that we're experiencing. Uh, OK, let's bring in the next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can I get your name? Hey, this is Tommy Tatum. Hey, Tommy to Tatum. Good, good to hear you, buddy. Hey, how are you guys doing? Excellent. Hey, uh, I want to, uh, I want you to remind me, Zach, about something yeah. about what we can do, something practical. But I'm gonna, Tim, I, I wanted to tell everybody, and that for those who don't know, I was there on January 6th, yeah. and uh, in fact, you were too. And yeah. this is a quick question I got for you before I get into it. Uh, do you consider yourself a J Sixer since you weren't arrested, like I was not arrested? I don't ever you, know what to call myself. No, you know, I mean. I, I, I hesitate to call myself a J6er because I, I, I see those, I see J6ers as the people who have, uh, you know, really gotten the, the sharp end of the stick on this. These are the people who have been charged and the people who have been, um, you yeah. know, just subjected <clears throat> to this horrible stuff. I consider myself, uh, you know, a, a, a person who attended the rally on January 6th. Um, you know, and certainly I, I was there I, as I a journalist, my- you know. I call I call myself a J six survivor sometimes, and uh, and before I do tell the story, you know, and I think I want to relate this back to the guys in jail, but I just want to say Zach, this is one of the better shows I've seen, not just of yours, of of anybody's in a really long time. I've been really encouraged by it because I got a little bit black pilled there for a while about just watching the stuff that goes on at the DC and in the, the, the courtrooms and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I've agreed to almost everything the callers have said. So really good. I, pre- I pre- really appreciate you doing the show tonight. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate you saying so. Yes, and I'll make this. I'm just, I just want to tell the audience, Tim, because you know this is about the guys in jail, and right. um, and I don't. I'm just going to tell this for the people who may not know. Um, you know, there were four people who died that day, and one of them was Roseanne Bullen, mm-hmm. and I was trapped beside Roseanne Bullen for like eight minutes, right, and. This is, and you guys are talking about how these are military men, and it was the best of America that showed up that day, in my opinion, to begin with, because yep. they saw this communist takeover, all that. All, everything you guys have been talking about is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And our people showed up, and they were on it. And not necessarily, they didn't show up for Donald Trump. They showed up and were accountable to God, mm-hmm. in my opinion. 
So this is what I want people to realize when they watch these videos. And this is a surreal thing for me because when I think about it, I am literally seen on video, probably seen a hundred million times as some of the most violent actions of an event that triggered the world, the FBI's biggest investigation in its history. Right. Mm-hmm. And this federal government wants to pretend like I do not exist because I believe him the way that they've done the guys in the D.C. jail, the way that they push their cases back. I believe this federal government is absolutely terrified of the average American citizen realizing what they did to all of us that day, but how they murdered Roseanne Boland. And to that point, when you watch that video that they queue up for you and show you the most horrific thing with no context, mm-hmm. I want people to realize when they watch that, that for eight minutes, these men, these best men, these men that have been raised by some of the best people in the country and have morals and values, and they want to protect innocent people, especially old women and people beside them. When they hear these people lay on the ground and scream, I'm dying, help me, I can't breathe for eight minutes. And these cops never relent. They never stop hitting us. They never stop throwing people into us. They never stop flashbanging us, pouring pepper gas and OC spray on us and rubber bullets. And every time one of those people screamed, the intensity went up by a million. And these are military men like you were just talking about, right? Mm -hmm. How do you expect these men to react whenever they're watching people be murdered in front of them? And then ultimately, they see a woman murdered in front of them. Mm-hmm. So when you see these people, what you think is them running at the cops, if you, I can show you on the video, most of the time what you're seeing is these people trying to take the murder weapon out of murderers' hands. Sure. Yep. They're not hitting them in the face. They're not trying to gouge them in the neck. If we wanted to hurt those people that day, we could have. That's just the God's honest truth. There was 50,000 of us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not why we were there. And like you were saying earlier, Zach, we were astonished. We were such betrayal that was going through us. And then we're faced with the fact that there's people being murdered in front of us. What are we mm. going to do? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so, it's natural. I people, I, yeah. It, I mean, yes. the, the, the response to violence is violence. Okay. And if someone is being assaulted, then your first instinct is going to be to protect yourself, to defend yourself. And it's only right that somebody next to you is being assaulted. You're going to help them too. You're going to try to stop that from happening. Well, even more than that, you know, Tommy, you and I have seen the videos that Gary's got, and we know that we know where those videos came from. We've seen the Axon cams. Um, We could be first person testimonies for you guys. I'm telling you right now, everything you're seeing on mainstream media is not the way it happened. Exactly. Um, We have seen the raw video and it is it is horrific and it is completely exculpatory. Um, yes. for, for most of these people who are being charged with assault and resisting and attempted murder and every other ridiculous charge that they could come up with. But the point I want to make is, is that Tommy really clearly said this government reacted that way and they're reacting that way now because they are scared to death of the American yep. people taking to the street and speaking their mind like they mm-hmm. did on January 6th. And that is why they're trying to chill your free speech, to chill your ardor, to make you afraid that this could happen to you if you were just, hey, that ain't right. Stop that. Well, I'm yep. telling you that it's going to happen either way. It, it, it's it's mm-hmm. not going to be stopped because you sat silently on the couch mm-hmm. sipping a big That's ball. what they want. Yep. That's what no. they want. You better organize and you better join your patriots. You better talk to your neighbors. You better find organizations that are in this fight and you better put your shoulder to the wheel. 
You better come out well, of your I, box before they bury you. Know, you they are. That's what it's going to happen. You know, and ultimately to get me through this, Tim, I do remember that no matter what we as humans do on this earth, ultimately God is going to win, and He's going to be the one who saves us. So I'm going to keep doing what I feel like He puts in front of me the next right thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to try to, I am going to try to not get as frustrated with these fair weather patriots, I'll call them. Yeah. And, you know, that all gets back to the bigger picture, which we don't have time to talk about, which is the subversion, the, the Marxist communist subversion of our culture for the last 60, 80 years to where yeah. people who consider themselves good patriot men never sacrifice anything for their God or their country. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So true. So, you know, and one thing, one thing I always like to remember, Tommy, is that, you know, just because we are aware of what's happening, of what's taken place, just because we've been awake for as long as we have, mm-hmm. you know, it it doesn't mean that those other people who are not taking action are as aware of what's happening. You're talking about a lifetime of brainwashing and indoctrination, uh, a, a lifetime of living in that matrix. And those people have to wake up and recognize what's going on and that they have to take uh, uh, ownership of saving America, that they have to be a part of it. And that is not an easy thing to do. So give those people a little bit of grace. And and all we can do is what you said, the next right thing. We just have to keep paying it forward and we have to keep trying to educate people. And at a certain point, those people will wake up. Um, And as Tim and I have said a number of times, you know, the only reason that people have uh, the uh, the will to change is because they must, because it's painful enough, because they have endured as much as God will allow them to. And they have to, you know, use their free will and get up and act. And uh, and it'll happen. I I, I do want to provide what I think may be a solution or, you know, to what we're talking about, because, yes, I um, I have to just, you know, I get I'm so tied to it and I can get so emotional. I've heard these guys talk on the phone for 60 nights in a row at the D.C. jail. And it really can be heartbreaking. So I have to kind of take care of my mental and emotional aspect of this, too. And I just kind of went through a surgery. So I just went through like a little black pill spell, especially with the election. Right. But I will say this. This is what I would like to see. And that's just what I've seen <clears throat> be successful. And David uh, from Stop 8, he says this, too. We all, like you're just talking about, we're really aware of the situation. We know what's happening inside the jail and the courthouse and when most people don't. But we have spent a couple of years now trying to tell people, that, oh, this is so unconstitutional. They're doing this and they're doing that. And it seems like that really doesn't resonate with the average person. But what average people, what really does get their attention, and I'll, I'll relate more about this in a second, is when you can talk to them about the deaths that day. When you can talk to them about how Ashley Babbitt was murdered and Roseanne yeah. Bullen and Benjamin Phillips and Kevin Greeson were all murdered that day. That gets their attention. And and here recently, and this is what I'm getting at, I would like to see more people. You don't have to wait on a leader. You can be in a community. Uh, I can think of a lot of them that I've been to who are really good patriotic people. Go to a church to do an event and just talk about what happened to people on January 6th and, and mm-hmm. the legal aspect and all of it. Just tell the truth. Yep. And, and I did that recently in Tupelo, Mississippi, at an event we called My Brother's Keeper Event. It was with James McGrew and his okay. mom. And and this is the result I get. And it was at a black church. There was black and white people there. And more people showed up than we could ever imagine. And they were absolutely shocked at what we told them happened that day. They had no idea. That's where we're failing. We have to get in front of the average people and tell them what happened that day. Yep. And when I get done talking, you know— you guys that have served, I consider you guys better men than me, almost every situation. 
So whenever patriots and like veterans of the Vietnam War come up to people I revere, like my father almost, you know what I'm saying? When they come mm. up with tears in their eyes over what they heard about what happened in their country, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And we can do that. That doesn't cost much to go talk at a church about what happened to your American brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's incredible, Tommy. Thank, thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah. And listen, uh, for yeah. anybody out there who isn't aware, Tommy has been a guest on the show before, Tommy Tatum News. Uh, and uh, if you want to, you can see the episode that we did, the, the January 6th roundtable, about two months ago, if I'm not mistaken. Tommy, tell everybody where they can find you. I'm a, I have a little website. I'm sorry, just came back on. No I have a little website called the Washington County Auditor.com, in which I do news here out of Mississippi, and I do a lot of national news too. But if you want to see more of the stuff that I've been doing the last couple months in D.C., it's on Rumble, Tommy Tatum News, all one word. And I want to thank both of you, Zach and Tim. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I know it's not easy. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And thank and you, Thank Tommy. you for what you're doing, too. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Tim. Thank you. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. God bless, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Excellent. Uh, and Father Larry coming in next. Okay. Um, Father Larry, so good to see you, friend. How are you? I'm doing really good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, what's uh, what's on your mind tonight, Father Larry? Well, actually, I have a question for Tim. Um, I'm aware that there, you know, that there are veterans that are being held in that uh, D.C. prison. Um, There was an article that came out um, at the beginning of the year about one specific veteran who the Veterans Administration was going to eliminate 100% of his benefits, his veterans' benefits, um, which then put him into a situation um, that he was going to lose his home, um, he was going to have to repay all his back benefits that he's received. And I just was abhorred what what I read and what I saw. And so I wrote every single uh, congressional member, um, either in, in Congress or in the Senate, who was on the Veterans Committee, uh, telling him, excuse my language, but to get off their asses and do something about this. This is not right. And I'm hoping, Tim, that you might know what happened to this veteran. That That is this, the case is still open. Um, it's gotten a little bit worse. Now they've decided to start whacking Social Security. So uh, people who have been disabled and are living in their Social Security, if they get convicted, The SSI immediately cuts off their funds. That means their families that have been left without their bread giver at home that have been surviving on those funds are are now left without anything. Um, This is a weaponization of the of the mechanisms of government that um, that are meant to sucker Americans, but are instead being used to bludgeon Americans. Um, And I really think that at this point. Uh, it, it, anything goes. They're 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 all in. They, I would not be surprised at anything that they attempt, because they really have no choice. They, they must either uh, make this push to socialism happen, or or suffer the overthrow. And I I do hope that the second option is what happens here in America. That enough of us um, will wake up in time, and that our new Congress will act. But I will tell you that they're not stopping at this. The atrocities that have taken place. Um, both physical and mental um, on these J6ers, as well as their families, the collateral damage on their families. I, I, I cannot describe the horror 
of, uh, of young children with PTSD and, and wives who are bereft of their husbands. The, um, the damage that they're doing is completely intentional and is absolutely okay with them. They do, their, their intent is to make this as painful and as destructive as possible in order to quell anybody else attempting to stand up and speak out. And if anything, that should cause you to do exactly the opposite. You should stand up and speak out because that's what they're the most afraid of. Well, I'm not only an Anglican priest, I'm a veteran. And Zach knows what I'm doing about our veterans. Yeah. Um, um, I've, I've started a nonprofit because the Veterans Administration is reducing and eliminating um, services to our veterans. And I know that those uh, direct, directives are coming from D.C. as well. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I just want all the listeners to be fully aware um, that our government um, does not appreciate the veterans who made those sacrifices for them. No, no. In fact, they've dishonored them. them. They've totally dishonored them. And if 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 the Lord listens to my prayers, there's going to be 388 uh, um, congressional members that are going to be held for treason, including um, doorpost. Um, Joe, um, idiotic um, Harris, and uh, Michael Pence. Um, They all need to be in jail. They all need to be charged. Um, We need a a new government. I don't know if if our January uh, slate of uh, people will will, um, have the fortitude um, and the um, audacity to do what they're supposed to do, take control and let those January Sixers out immediately. It needs you know, to be done. I, I mean, it's, it's the only thing by January 6th of yeah. 2023. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing that would be acceptable. And uh, you know, this is, you know, what we were saying at the, at the, then the first half of the show, um, We can't know what's going to happen, but we can take ownership of what part we play in this. And if we put enough pressure on these people and let them know how vitally important this is, you know, get them a copy of the book. Make sure that they understand what truly happened on January 6th. Show them the accounts from these men that are are being held in conditions that we wouldn't hold prisoners of war in, you know. Make them aware of what the true nature of this uh, the, this orchestrated event is and force their hand on this. Because if this isn't on their radar, the only way it's going to get on their radar is if we educate them on it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There was a January 6th attendee um, that you know, uh, Chris. Um, he was taking video all that day and he was live streaming it um, all day. And I watched as the the directives of Nancy Pelosi were carried out mm-hmm. by the FBI, by the Capitol Police. Um, all those Capitol Police, I don't care if some of them have left, they need to be found, and they all need to spend two, two years in that same jail. Yep. And Lane needs to be prosecuted for murder. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank uh, you. Father Larry. Thank you, Larry. T- tell everybody your, your website uh, where they can go check out your work. Sure. It's um, www.st. I'll just say it in the word first because it's all one word. Yeah. St. Michael's Veterans Support Center.org. Okay. Um, I'll Michael's put it in veterans. the chat here in a little bit okay. uh, so everybody can see it. Um, our veterans need the support of the people. Um, my intention is to get America to acknowledge, and even if our government won't, let's have the people acknowledge and be a part of the support for our veterans. You know, I, 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 I keep telling people, I'm not asking for large sums because I'm, I'm getting someone that's going to be writing grants to foundations and stuff. Um, but if I could get, if I can get, um, you know, people to give five, ten dollars, you know, just that little, um, you know, for if a million people did that, that would, that would, uh, get me started here in Colorado. Um, I already have, um, nine other states that would like to have a St. Michael's facility in their state. Um, so it's taken on a, a, um, what I thought was just going to be a one state image, um, or activity, and it's taken on a national nature already. All right. Excellent. Well, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in and, uh, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you. God bless both of you. God bless. We'll see you. All right, you guys, two more callers on the line. I'm going to go ahead and take the call information off the screen so we can get these last two. Caller, uh, you're on the you're on the air. Can make sure you mute the stream and can we get your name? This is uh Freya and Boys. I'm sorry, so repeat me? that. Freya and Boys. Okay, excellent. Welcome back to the program. And what's your question for Tim? Uh I didn't have a question necessarily, although I had some comments to make about the sacrifices those inmates are making right now. Absolutely. I'm a retired military. I spent uh, a lot of time in a combat zone. Not so much banging down doors, but uh, I was exposed to those that were. Mm-hmm. I was attached to the Marines for over 22 months. And What's happened to those guys, in the long run, I think that uh, they will be vindicated. And not only that, they'll come out of this as heroes. Hang in there. Things are happening. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the the truth will out. At the end of the day, this is going to be revealed. The horrors of what's been done to them are going to be shouted from the mountaintops, and people are going to have to answer for this. You know, I mean, this is uh, this this is a crime of epic proportions as far as I'm concerned. It's not like one person is directing the fates of these men. You have an organization of individuals who are all fully aware of what's being done to them, of the conditions they're living in, and they perpetuate it on a daily basis. And these six sadistic sons of bitches are ensuring that they continue to go through this. And, yeah, this has to be revealed. There's no other way around it. But, you know, there's something you, you can do. Uh, you, you, said you're, you said you're a veteran um, and you're retired. I want to tell you that, that the veterans that are in there would love to hear from you. 
Um, the support that they get from fellow veterans means a lot more than what they do from the people who, who basically feed and care for them. Because you, you share something, you share your oath, you share your experience with them. Um, I urge you I to go to Patriot Mail Project. Six, yeah. six times. My journey with the military started in 1985. Thank you for your service. Last, I went to combat the first time as a 38-year-old specialist. So you joined late, you're and, saying? No, I've I, I been, been in and out the whole time. Okay, okay, okay. But you're, oh, I'm sorry, you just, I, I remember, your first I remember, I remember uh, God moved in my life that sent me there in 2005. I'd been out for 13 years, out of the National Guard even, for mm-hmm. 13 years. And after 9-11, I, I, I was lost. Nothing made sense. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I got off the couch, and one day I was out and about, and I ran into a, a female recruiter. And she said to me, uh, why don't you go back in? You know, I told her, I, you know, prior service back in the 80s and blah, blah, blah. Why don't you go? I said, oh, I'm too old. Oh, no, they just changed that law. Six months later, I was in in, in Iraq, stationed at Camp Dekatum, right outside Fallujah and Ramadi. Now, I'm not a big infantry man or nothing like that, but I, I did a lot of control entries, point security and Convoy escorts and things like that. So I, I forgot where I was going with that story. But nevertheless, those those guys that are in jail right now, it's despicable. Mm-hmm. Without due process. Hey, they might be all guilty for all I know. I don't know. But uh, we got to give them a court date. Mm-hmm. We got to give them a day to defend themselves. And that has not happened. And I was really pleased to see Trump come out the other day and give a statement about, about those guys. And, uh, hey, God bless the work that you do, gaining money for the defense of these soldiers. Whether they're in the military or not, they're all soldiers now, aren't they? They are indeed. Yes, sir. <clears throat> well, I, right. I urge you to write to them, uh, Charlie. You know, they would love to hear from you. Uh, if you The Patriot Mail Project, when you look at that, there's actually a line over there that tells you whether the, the inmate is a veteran. Pick a veteran. That's how I started. That's how I got started in all this. I just, like, randomly picked a veteran out of that group and ended up with a, with a 22-year Green Beret. Um, who really is like a son to me now. So I really encourage you to, to reach out. So that will make a bigger me difference. A 22-year-old or a 22-year Green Beret sitting yes, in prison sir. right now? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. His name is Jeff McKellop. He's got three bronze you know, stars for valor. I, I always admired the Australian military because when, when I was deployed, one of the Aussies got one of their soldiers captured by the Iraqi police. And so there was a lot of uh, politics involved, whether the, he was going to get released or not. You know what the Aussies did? They went in there, broke him out. Yep. Yeah. 
They got him out of that situation. Never heard another word about it. That's exactly what should be happening right now. Yeah, absolutely understand. Well, I'm not getting nothing. No, of course not. I, 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 I believe in law and order. Yeah. Law and order, which we have not seen in the last three years. No. No, we're, we're living in a lawless world right now. Everything is upside down. <clears throat> All we can do is continue to fight within the boundaries of the rules that we have right now. And there is so much that can be done. I want to say thank you one more time for your service and thank you for calling in. We've got to take this last caller and then call it a night. Thank you very much, Zach. You know, I love your show. Absolutely. We can never get enough of you. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for your call tonight. And sir, thank you for your efforts for trying to gather money for the defense of those inmates. Thank you. You Let me me go out on one one more short story. Okay. When I asked for my last deployment, they gathered everybody into a big room. Okay. You're used to this and you went in your military before you leave country. And usually it's about insurance or your rights or your benefits. But no, it wasn't. You know what it was about? They handed out booklets about the size of a magazine. And they said, we highly recommend, highly suggest that you give money to at least four or five of these organizations in this pamphlet. We had to sit in that room for three hours. Who were the organizations? I this, like yesterday. What's what, that? What organizations were they? It was a big book, and it had all a uh, bunch of um, were they like like humanitarian charity, or, charity organizations? Okay, okay. this is at the end of Obama's uh, era. I, I was at Camp Virginia when the last man came out of Iraq. Right, I had mm-hmm. to deal with all the news media and all that. I was a liaison. And uh, I could tell you some stories. But nevertheless, I thought that was odd. I've been deployed many times before and never was set down and highly suggested to to give money to uh, at least 10 of these organizations in this magazine. That's really weird. Uh, it's, it, it sounds... Yeah, that sounds- happened. I believe it. I believe it. It, it, it. That's it's actually not that surprising to me because uh, with, you know, the when Obama came into office, uh, there was a um, a real integration of like the public private sector partnerships. Uh, you know, the NGOs that are typically operating in other areas of the world funded by people like George Soros. I mean, Obama was directly connected to him. And of course, we all know about the Clinton Global Initiative. I wonder if the Clinton Global Initiative was in that book. That would not right. surprise I'm me at all. You. Yeah, yeah. Foundation, so you remember, for sure. I, I was 38 years old when I first went on that deployment. Yeah. So that deployment was 22 months down, uh, long. I got extended We're right at when we went back into Fallujah and stuff. And uh, we got extended like four, four months. The whole deployment was 22 months. But I'm like, what about all those kids that came up uh, before me or after me? You know? Mm-hmm. What kind of pressure were, were they under? Oh, yeah. You know, it, when you're that age, you just start you just start picking shit apart all the time. Like, what the what the hell is that? I feel you. Yeah, yeah. It's well, anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me vent. Uh, Absolutely, and, uh, Zach. 
Big Kudos. We'll talk Big to you soon, brother. To you and allowing you. this uh, platform to exist. Well, thank you very much for uh, for continuing to watch and support. I really appreciate it, brother. Well, get, get in touch with me sometime. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Peace. Okay, bringing in the final call. I see we have a celebrity out there in the audience. Uh, CanCon is here. So good to see you, CanCon. Caller, you're on the air. Make sure you mute that stream. Hi, hey, Red Pill. Hi, who's this? This is Bro Dude. Bro Dude, good to hear from you, buddy. How you been? We got an all-star roster of callers tonight. So what's on your mind? Oh, Mama, I just want to say hi to Tim, too. How you doing, fam? I'm doing great, man. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate you, bro, and, and I really appreciate the program tonight. A uh, couple things I wanted to ask you, actually to you, Tim. I, I, you know, uh, well, let me back up here a little bit. You know, we're, this, is a different, this is a different type of warfare, man. This is, uh, mm-hmm. and Zach had, Zach had alluded to it earlier that, uh, he, well, he talks about brainwashing. We, we don't want to, uh, it, it's, it's to captivate Get the people to wake up, but the mainstream media has been so successful. And this is, hasn't been just going on for a couple of years. This has been decades in the workings, you know, they, how they just can control the narrative and almost make us totally the ones that are woke, uh, really awake. They, they just, they're very dismissive. They make us look batty, right? They just, uh, like we're living in an illusion and, and, uh, so this is where I, this is a, this is the battlefield now. This is the reality of it. And I, I guess my question to you, Tim, is: Does that narrative? We understand the battlefield. It's an informational battlefield. I know it's hard to digest sometimes. But have you like got at uh, like Mike Lindell at My Pillow and OAN and Newsweek and Fox Newsmax you, uh, Newsmax. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying because the other CNN and MSNBC, you can forget about it. They're they're not yeah. going to even give you the light of day. Yeah. But so my question is, Tim, have you approached them with what you have and the information? And if and if you have, what has been the response? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Uh-huh. Um, really? Yeah, we, we are going. We are. We did submit the book to uh, to the my store at Lindell's uh, on Lindell TV, and I did get a reply from somebody at Lindell who would like us to come um, and speak on the my store about the book. And I'm hoping that'll that'll um, help out. But really, we've we've uh, written to Newsmax repeatedly. I know um, I would expect folks like Tucker and who've had other people on might have been interested, but I don't think the book has gotten out there. I think. Um, to be frank, that, are, that the people who know about the book are still within the closed circle of conservatives who have been supporting J6ers. It's only been out. Um, five, today's the fifth day that you've been able to order. Okay. Um, and, and, of course, you know, that's three to four weeks to get it. So a lot of people haven't even seen it. Um, and we, we do have some early copies that have been sent to people who are doing promotions and who are, you know, making the circuits with the book. But I think once it begins to get into circulation, then interest will go up. Um, and, and we are, you know, thank gosh, we got people like Zach and, um, and Donna Fiducia at, uh, at Cowboy Logic. I mean, I get David at Stop Hate. All of these people are in the fight with us and they've been gracious enough to let us come and talk about this and to talk about the plight of Jan Sixers and, and to tell folks like you what you can do to help. 
um, because that's really what this is about. This is about coming together as a country to make sure that that uh, everybody is is treated fairly and patriots should always be treated fairly, not that they're any different than anybody else. I truly believe there's patriotism in all of us that, that just needs to be awakened. Um, and maybe this is this is the time in our country that the the circumstances are right to do that. I don't know. I I, I hope I'm an eternal optimist sometimes, uh, probably much to my to my discredit. Um, but I always want to believe that things will work out and and that that um, the universe has this and and that we are part of that and therefore we have this. Mm. And so I I agree with you. There's, it seems dismal at times, and it, and it does seem that people aren't responding and aren't that the folks that you would expect to jump out and want to spread this message wider are often the people who give it the most ignorance. Um, and, and I I just work to change that. That's all I can do. I, I think all of us are that way. We do what we can within the space where we stand. Um, this is what I'm trying to do to spread the word. I think the book will get out there eventually. Um, Amazon will never call it a bestseller. I guarantee you. Um, but I, do, I, I do think that, uh, that, that, you know, it will get out there, that the word will spread, that as more people understand what's happening, um, the interest in learning more will grow. Truth is contagious guys, very mm-hmm. contagious. It's more contagious than COVID and you don't need a mask for it. Um, and so if you, if you expose truth to somebody, it's catchy. Um, that's what we try to do at J6 Patriot News. We've tried to be a loudspeaker for J6ers, but more than anything, we've tried to bring truth to America, um, either speaking for J6ers or letting them speak through us or with folks like you've heard tonight, Tommy Tatum, people like David at Stop Hate, um, Gary McBride at M5 News. These people are, are at the crest of breaking this news um, through the barrier of mainstream and bringing it to people like you and me. Um, and we just we need to praise them and support them. Uh, and then maybe we need to decide to be more like them and to spread truth ourselves. That's a good point. That's a good point, Tim. You know, you said something. Truth is contagious. Uh-huh. I remember Pre- I remember President Trump made a statement one time and, you know, he's got a bunch of cliches and one liners, but he made a statement one time that really I, I just well, I got a hold of it. But he said uh, truth is a powerful force. And he said it in passing. Now, I remember there's a scripture in the book of John and the the Bible, Jesus talks about, once you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Uh And we, us, when I say we, uh, uh, patriots, we're out-financed by a cabal. And and I'll even go, I'll even go a, a, a step further. I know, and it's really hard for people just to digest the truth, but let's go a step further. And I don't know how you feel about this, Tim, but I've been red-pilled enough to know that we're dealing with Luciferians. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you, Tim, this is more than diabolic. It's, it's, it's evil. It's wicked. And mm-hmm. it's more than just saying and passing by saying, oh, these people are sick and, and everything that they're, they're, uh, they're sexual deviants. What I think a lot of patriots are, there's a lot of us that are awake, but the reality of it, Tim, I'm telling you, these people are Luciferians. These are very wicked people. And I honestly believe the J6s, and I hope the ones that are incarcerated right now have considered and realized that they are a casualty of this war. Now, being that they're ex-veterans, I'm sure they understand the battlefield. I am sure they know that 
unfortunately, they're they're in this grind, but they are the collateral damage of this informational war. The enemy, the enemy of the people, cannot let the J Sixers beat this case. They cannot. They got to hold on with all dear life. They will lie. They will cheat. They will steal. And they have done it. If, if this Kerry Lake situation, believe me, I have family in Arizona. I have family members that are in the military. I have my brother-in-law's in the Army. I got a nephew in the Navy. I got a nephew in the Air Force. I understand this. And this Kerry Lake, she was at 70 percentile. And, and there's no way she lost mm-hmm. Arizona. Let me just tell you that. There's no. no way. No. But these people, these people do not care about truth. You got, you got that, Tim? They don't oh, yeah. care what you're preaching. They don't care what we're preaching. They don't care what Red Pill's talking about seven days a week. They don't care. Matter of fact, I was watching Red Pill the night of J J6 happened. And I remember when, when, when Zach got on there, I mean, you're talking about defeated. I mean, they, Zach was putting on his good, you know, he was projecting the best he could, but all of us that were watching him, we seen that and we felt what he was feeling. These people do not care about truth. I know that's really, it's just almost unbelievable to think that there's actually people like that. And not just some people, the ones that are in authority mm-hmm. are the ones that are perpetrating this. And this is why I'm saying we, they have control, they have the power, they have the finances, they've controlled the narrative for so long. And our loved ones have been uh, bamboozled. I mean, we have, to win the, we have to win the battle with our own families, much less our next door neighbors. Our, our, we have to win that battle. I mean, we've got to start very small. When I say battle, I'm not physically talking about this. Of course. I'm talking about, the, uh, I'm talking about conveying truth. And we, in Psalms 37, 4, it gives us two things. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. I really believe that we have to trust in the Lord. We have, we have to believe that. And we have to do good. We all know what it is to do good. Now, Luciferians don't know what doing good is. But you and I, as patriots and just, just regular people, I mean, for heaven's sakes, Tim, I'm listening to you. I, and, I, and I, I'm hearing other patriots. I listened to Red Pill for a long time. And you would think people would just wake up. But we are battling such, a, a, such an enemy that are well-financed, they've, and they've conditioned not only the people that are still asleep, they conditioned a lot of us back in our youth when we grew up in the 70s and 80s. It took us a long time to wake the freak up. Mm-hmm. Now we're up and we see this and it's so clear to us. Mm-hmm. And it's disheartening. It's really disheartening to see these guys that are they're in the gulag. They're, they're doing time and we see the truth for what it is. But I'm just praying and I'm just, I'm, I have to be confident that these, these individuals understand that they're on the battlefield they're a casualty of war. We, we haven't forgot about them. We're still out here and we're going to, we can only do what we can do, right? We got to, but this is a long battle. This isn't going to happen. Uh, it's not going to end just because, uh, uh, what's the Twitter? It must just because he has a Q and a tomorrow. That's not going to solve the problem. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm, I'm all for it. Let's get the truth out there. This is a long battle guys. You know, mm-hmm. this is, you know, we got so many family members that have been vaxxed. I mean, there's just, I mean, it's a battle. It could be overwhelming, but we got to go back to Psalms 37, four. We got to trust in the Lord, bro. Amen. And we have to do good. No matter what, no matter what comes our way, Zach, Tim, Mm. no matter what we have to, we have to be confident that there is a God in heaven and we have to believe 
as we continue to move forward and just stay with the truth and do good, we have to believe it's going to materialize. We just have to believe that, right? Am I wrong? Yes. On that? No, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> you know, and and this is this is why I tried to talk people off the ledge. You know, stop them from blackpilling because I understand the desperation. I understand the anger. I understand the fear. But we know that there is a God. We know that God has a plan, and I believe that God put every single one of us here. At this moment in time in history for a reason. And you, 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 every single one watching this tonight have an important part to play in what is the 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 most important fight of the modern age, which is saving America, saving the best country on the face of the earth, the country that should be the model for every other nation. We have a lot of work to do. And uh, as we said early on, you know, this didn't happen overnight. People got complacent. Uh, they went about their business, and slowly these psychopaths came into power, and they stripped away what rights we had left until we find ourselves now today where we're holding political prisoners without due process and disgusting conditions, and, uh, and, and we're here for a reason. Uh, we have to believe that God is going to lead us on the journey that we need to uh, that we need to take. And uh, you just have to Amen. decide what you're going to do while you're here. What are you going to use your free will for to put your words into action and help to save this nation? Yep. Amen. I agree one one hundred percent. Yep. Hey yep. Tim, can we go to that website? Can we go to that website and buy that book, or do we go to Amazon, or, or how do we do that? Nope. Nope. You go to J. You could go to get it there two ways. We'll go j 6 patriotnewscom dot com, and we've also okay, provided on, a, an easy J6. one to remember. Bro, dude, I'm going to drop okay. it into the I'm going to drop it into the Rumble chat right oh, now. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. I know. I I know. I'm the last caller. I know you guys saved the best for last, and I appreciate that, Zach. <laughs> No problem, brother. I'm glad it was you. Glad it was you. <laughs> right on, bro. Uh, uh, well, Retro, I just want to tell you, bro, you know I'm a big fan. There's a lot of us, thousands of us, have been watching you since before you even put yourself on the video. You know, we've been watching you since the YouTube days. We, we really do appreciate you. And, Tim, I don't know you personally, but I just want to uh, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I know those J6ers in there. I know they're, we're, they're behind you 100%. You've got thousands of us out here that uh, just – want to encourage you bro okay we want to encourage you just keep doing what you're doing do right just do good trust in god and i i believe it's going to work out tim but I, we appreciate you bro thank you very much thank you and everybody's got a part in this bag <clears throat> get out there do something right <clears throat> write to a j6er support them they will you'll get a letter of appreciation back that will that will just melt your heart so get involved there's there's something out here for everybody on j6 patriot news has at least a dozen organizations on our front page that you can join um, and get into this fight and make a difference for these guys and for our country. So thank you very much. I appreciate your praise, but um, I don't know that it's deserved. I think we all have a duty to do here, and that's all I'm doing. Yep. Right on. All right, right, guys. Again, thank you for your time. And uh, Zach, take care of yourself. Thank you so Uh, much, Tim, you be good, man. You guys have a great weekend. God bless you, you guys. God bless you, Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. 
Okay, let me just go through the final thank yous over here on Rumble. Gump said, uh, I want to see the 15,000 hours of video to be released. Absolutely. I think that should be paramount. We should be requesting that from every single elected official and even people. Just call the DOJ. Tell them that we need to release the footage. Uh, Hamtown Girl 78, uh, set our people free. Uh, March's Love says, I feel that I want to do something more than sit and watch from my box. I'd like to chat with you about getting organized. They can't arrest us all. Uh, and then also says, uh, so Zach, I sent you an email. Uh, let's talk to create a movement. Boots on the ground. Uh, FN to hell with letters, peaceful protests in the streets, every town, every state. Let's go, uh, there. Let's go. Those a-holes work for us. They do work for us. And this is an excellent opportunity for me to make sure that you are aware that if you create an account over at pilled.net, also the foxhole.app, uh, we are setting up groups all over America. Uh, you can do groups for uh, every state, for your county, for your city. But yes, I, I think you're absolutely right. We got to get together on a local level and uh, and be part. I've done that here in my hometown and in my county. And uh, I think there is something that you can obviously do in your own area. Um, Tim, I uh, just want to make sure everybody is aware. I'm going to show this uh, the, the the book one more time. Here is the cover of the American Gulag Chronicles, Letter from Prison. You can purchase it right now at this website, which is j6patriotnews.com. You can also check out all of Tim's previous work, his interviews with these gentlemen. You can read some of the letters themselves before you order it. Uh, But get this book right now. It's $45, 100% of the proceeds after costs go to fund the release of January 6th. And you can also go to the other website, which is PatriotMailProject.com, and you can send letters to these guys and uh, help give them a measure of, of hope and uh, and let them know that you're out here fighting for their release and fighting for liberty here in America. Tim, I want to make sure that uh, we've gotten everything out. Is, is there anything that you want to make sure the audience is aware of before we close out the show? I, I think that... Um that everybody needs to do their part in America. And maybe some of us have been asleep a little too long. So I just speak to all of you out there. It's time for us to be real Americans and bring the real America back. And I urge all of you to get involved. Um, this is our country. We owe it to our children and our grandchildren to leave them something worthwhile. Amen. Amen. Okay, let me just make sure if we've got anything else over here on Foxhole. Uh, Woke and Walked said, Amen, no pharmacia. Mighty Patriot dropping the phone. And then Nikaz uh, says, release all the J6 video and start the investigations. Great show. Thank you very much, everybody, for being here tonight. Uh, thank you for uh, all of the support that I've received. I really, really appreciate it. I know that times are tough. Everything costs more money. And if you're choosing to donate to the show, then uh, it means more than it ever has at any time in the past. Because it's tough for me, too. And I know uh, that people have to dig deep. And I, I, I just want you to know that if you want to support the show, obviously my sponsors are a big part of this. Uh, I have a new sponsor. It's onenessdrops.com. This is a supplier of chlorine dioxide kits. This is great for preppers. You can uh, filter your water, make it completely safe to drink, any type of water. Uh, and of course, people use it for a lot of other things. But if you go to onenessdrops.com, you can use code RP78 or redpill78, and they will give you a 15% discount. And of course, obviously, they will know that you heard about them by coming to my show. So Tim, I want to thank you so much. Can't wait to get my copy of the book. And, uh, and I look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, guys, everybody at home, I'll be back tomorrow with John, uh, John Paul Rice. And uh, until then, good luck and God bless.
thank you very, very much to everybody who hung out with us tonight. I'm actually going to do something that I don't do, but we're going to come back and I'm going to do a little overdrive just for a minute. I just wanted to seriously tell everybody how much I appreciate them, uh, how much I, I appreciate you coming and watching the show, sharing the show, hanging out with me uh, every day, uh, whether it's here or on Badlands. Means a lot. I know that you have no shortage of uh, programs that you can watch, no shortage of people who are uh, uh, trying to bring information. So the fact that you choose to share your time with me means a lot. So thank you very much to Debbie and everybody else helping out with the mods. Uh, that would be Lisa and Chapman and uh, Gaffer, if you were here. I don't know. Uh, but make sure that you're following me on Truth Social. Make sure you're following me on Telegram and uh, also Gab and Getter. And, uh, and and any way that you want to support the show, guys, it really means a lot to me. I really do appreciate it. So that's it. We're going to go, and I'll see you tomorrow with John Paul Rice. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. 
But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.